It is Tuesday, February 8th, 2022, and coming to you live from the FanDuel stage at Radio Row. Is this stupid ass sports show? We can't thank you enough for joining us here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in all of the land, put together a stage here at Radio Row in downtown LA at the convention center that is the biggest, the baddest, the most undeserving stage that we have ever stepped on. This thing is way too nice for us. Obviously, there is not that much electricity in the air because it appears as if one eighth of the shows that are going to be here by the end of the week are currently here. But it is magical in Los Angeles here on Tuesday of Super Bowl week where the hometown Los Angeles Rams get a big dub for old-ass Matthew Stafford and the Superstar Boys. Or will the Cincinnati Bengals get a win on Sunday? Who knows? We're going to bullshit about all of that and more for the next four days live in a city that has great fucking weather. Oh, yeah. Oh. Beautiful. Hey, we got a chance to experience this a little bit yesterday. Now, when we landed, we we're supposed to have four SUVs. There was none <laughs> on deck for us, so it was a, quite a controversy, a catastrophe to start the entire trip but don't get your spirits down i said to myself although you got to walk to the airbnb that you rented with all of your bags after flying in on a very expensive plane this is going to be a magical week and the magical week begins today we have marshall falk joining us Ooh, in about whoa. 12 minutes wow. Yeah, okay. that, hey, no bullshit. No. Marshall Falk is going to be sitting right there. Then Michael Irvin will be FaceTiming in because he's over at SoFi in the 8K studio. Sure, Super nice sure. thing. Uh, right. Never been on the show. Cannot wait to chat with him about his year that was on first take. The Dallas Cowboys stinking again <laughs> and everything like that. Colleen Wolf will join us in the fourth hour. Although we cannot take phone calls, we will be able to answer questions on Twitter. Utilize the hashtag PMS in LA. And don't be, a, be an asshole. Come on. Capital PMS, lowercase i-n, big L-A. And maybe we'll answer your question, you'll make it onto the show, and maybe you'll get a chance to hear the incredible cheating motherfucker at cards, A.J. Hawk. Yeah, winner, thank you. Uh, it is great to have you in person, A.J. This is the first time we've ever really done a show together live and in person since the last time when he fell asleep on Dan Wetzel, the pretzels interview. <laughs> you are fantastic. Tone Diggs is here. The toxic table is now at a toxic love seat. We appreciate the hell out of you boys. A.J., let's dive right into it. Tuesday is Super Bowl week. How you feeling? You excited? Does this take you back to the days whenever you won the Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers, A.J.? Did you get a little reminiscent last night here in L.A.? I did start when I watched uh, the Rams. You so they had like their little pep rally celebration. The Bengals did something. Hey, not a lot at, of people uh, at that thing, by the way. No. They're terrible. Cincinnati had a nice thing back in the cold in their uh, in the stadium before they came out. So yeah, it got me got me excited, man. Thinking when I was in Dallas for the Super Bowl, I didn't get to see any of this because you're kind of secluded away in your hotel. So uh, it's awesome way. to be here again. Yeah, really. No, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. early. It's, it's early. It's early. It's early. It's early. Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Thursday, Friday is when it picks up. Hopefully. I guess. I hope so. So they say. Hey, no, we're no. driving around. Hey, listen, you guys coming in a little. You're not enjoying your time. No. Oh, oh, hey, at Boston hey, Connor. LA's del uh, delightful. Delicious. 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 <laughs> delightful. I mean, we've had some unbelievable 7-Eleven food, Pat. Yeah, it's awesome here. Yeah, there's been a lot of snacks delivered to the Airbnbs. Yeah. I Drinks. mean, logistically, this appears that it's going to be a nightmare this week for everybody. Oh, it's possible. But at Viva Lazito. Put this thing together alongside the TVG crew. We appreciate job, all your work. Thank you, Thank you. TVG. We had no idea if this was going to work, honestly. I think it was a final countdown. While that five-minute clock was on to go live here, there were still a lot of questions being answered in the back there by ZD and the boys. And we appreciate the hell out of everybody that was a part of this. Thank, Thank you, Fandle, for allowing us to be here. I uh, can't wait to chat with Marshall Falk, obviously. He was a Colt for four years. Yeah. yeah, and then they let him go. Yeah, what were they doing? Kind of a bummer. Well, just like when... 
Jim Irsay said, hey, Peyton, get the hell out of town. Uh-huh. I'm going to draft another one. They did that with Adrian James. How you doing? Back-to-back Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now, I will ask Marshall Falk about his relationship with Jim Irsay because Jim Irsay was there during his Hall of Fame. He's in the Ring of Honor. I assume he speaks highly of him. But whenever he kicked his ass out of town, mm. I mean, that had to certainly be something. Yeah. We'll try to rekindle old wounds from Marshall Falk. <laughs> uh, there is some new breaking news almost that we have to chat about before Marshall Falk gets here. Yesterday on the Let's Go podcast show that is uh, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, which is right over there. Yep. Uh, yeah, get it. Uh, get him on camera. Right. <laughs> yep. 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 Got it. There we go. There we go. This guy's got it. Uh, Boom. Uh, bang. Right there. Zoom. <laughs> bang. That's Mad Dog Sports Radio. Yeah. I have a, uh, I have a camera where I could just kind of go wherever. Because <laughs> we always said that the uh, the only purpose of Radio Row is to see what everybody else is doing. Now, granted, you get a lot of great guests. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a lot of great guests. But I mean, there's no reason for us not to check anything else. But anyways, on that Sirius XM channel right there on the left, Mad Dog Sports Radio, uh, Tom Brady has his Let's Go podcast show with obviously Jim Gray. Right. Yesterday was fascinating and will be talked about because mostly uh, Tom Brady said, "Yeah, I ain't retiring." Uh, I I mean, yeah, I am retired, but who knows what six months is going to say. I just make the best decision for me in the moment. Well, what's going to happen in the moment when the San Francisco 49ers say, we just traded Jimmy G out, why don't you come back home, win the Super Bowl with us, the team's ready to go, Trey Lance can learn from me. Is that going to happen? That's kind of what it sounded like. I don't know if we have the clip or the capability to run the clip, but it certainly sounded like Tom... Zito just came in. We do not have oh, capability. All right. We don't have capability to do that. We Maybe tomorrow, though, there's still going to be a lot of building. Nick pokes his head out from around the corner. That's awesome. But the whole thought of Tom Brady maybe coming back is going to be a lightning storm. I'm not sure if you saw yesterday, but Lids put out a graphic of the team that sold the most jerseys in a certain state and the player that sold the most jerseys in a certain state. Tom Brady was the most sold jersey in Indiana, so I'm thinking the Colts fans went Tom. Oh. I mean, he was the most sold jersey in like 15 states, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? but those other states didn't have an NFL team. Well, and the Colts, Dan, well, he wanted did, to play though. for the Colts, no, yeah. you know, before he no, went no. to Tampa Bay. <laughs> Loves Indy. No, it was like Wyoming. Well, Chris, Why do you put him in San Fran instantly, though? Well, I think that's just a natural thing because we all seen the photo of him when the San Francisco 49ers gear. He's from NorCal, and mm-hmm. allegedly at one point he wanted to go over there in Shanahan and uh, um, – uh, Lynch had to have the conversation of whether or not we want to go with Tom. Is this a lease? Is this a rental? Or do we want to go uh, with Jimmy G? And we all thought that Jimmy G was that motherfucker we from did. the barbershop yeah. show. Actually, turns out it was Fitzmagic in Miami. Ooh, right. because what about Steve- Trey Lance? What about the guy stinks? You can that? learn. What about, what? You learn more. What about Aaron? We think oh, there he is. Hey, hey, Trey, is he here? <laughs> that is something that's going to happen. A lot of comeuppance for us potentially at this thing, and not just for. That's why we put those two the farthest away from anybody. <laughs> right. yeah, that's that's fine. Right. But no, Trey Lance doesn't stink. We don't know anything about him really. Yeah. I think a lot of these young quarterbacks, it's going to take a little bit. But if you can get Tom Brady in there, maybe I guess for that's cheap. what you're saying. Yeah, no matter what, if you can get Tom Brady, you bring him in, right? That's what I've been saying for years. Yeah, now, yeah. it worked out for Tampa, and obviously I was right. Everybody else was wrong. But moving forward, the thought if you could potentially get Tom Brady in your building, you try to get Tom Brady in your building. And he did not make it sound as if he's retired forever. Now, Aaron, remember, Aaron said, uh, if I retire, it's not going to be like I'm coming back and going back and mm-hmm. forth. I think he saw the Favre do this entire thing right. from an inside perspective and probably got tagged in a lot of stuff, and probably that's in his world. Him saying, if I retire, I'm retiring for good. Tom Brady with Jim Gray. And Jim Gray was asking those hard hitting questions yeah. all year. He always does. Hey, by the way, his yeah. journalism was never questioned all year. No, nor should it be. Mine was. Well. Often. Yeah. <laughs> Jim yeah. Gray obviously asked the very difficult questions. But, AJ, you think Tom Brady comes back, the world will burn down yet again. So this just means he didn't want to be in Tampa anymore? Is that what's going on? Whoa. Or just the ultimate oh. competitor understands that there's going to come a time chance where he wants to get back in again? Well, what are we? We're 
a week, two weeks out from him retiring, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, already, he's already saying like, "Hey, you know, you never say never." Like that's what would worry me—not worry me, but actually excite me about Tom potentially playing again. Well, well Tom's right? like, Tom's like scratching. Yeah, he's already. <laughs> he's an addict. Yeah, he he's saw his future. He was throwing balls to Beckham's kid off of a yacht, and he goes, "I mean, this is nice, but." I fucking whizzed that thing. Well, last offseason, he threw a ball to the moon, too. Uh-huh. Right? That's right. Two offseasons ago, yeah. maybe. Oh. I forget that when he threw a ball to the moon. On the beach. He, he actually hit the fucking moon. Yeah. The first guy ever to do that, you think? Uh, maybe uh, so. I mean, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Ball. Chris yeah. Angel yeah. could probably <laughs> do it, too. Well, Chris Angel does have football pants. We've seen him wearing those. <laughs> but Tom the Brady's dad there. Remember uh, a couple years ago, Tom Brady's dad saying like he worries for him whenever Tom's done. He's like, I don't know what Tom will do when he's done with football. He loves it so much. He's so into it, right? Aaron. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to ask the same question to himself. Yeah. yeah. We've experienced it. I think we've seen it. Now, granted, you're ending a football much different than mine. You, uh, you know, you bounce around, played a little bit. Yeah. But we've all had friends that played in the NFL for a long time who are so stupidly competitive <laughs> that they're just like, yeah, I'm going to retire and you're never going to see me again. Everybody's like, okay, well, what yeah. are you going to do without the schedule? What yeah. are you going to do without the routine? Everybody needs something to give them, like, something to look forward to, to do, to work for. Like, even the, even the laziest people need something, I feel like. Goal. Yeah. Like, what is the goal? A lot of guys, uh, like, I mean, I almost got back into kicking, right, because it was an opportunity to kick field goals. But there was a lot of moments where I was like, man, I should be punting right now. Like, I should be. Your body, like, treating, teaching your body to kind of go to the other side of football was very fascinating. Because naturally around fall, I think all football players for the rest of their lives, around fall, you get into, like, a certain shape. Training camp. Yeah, you get into, like, a certain mode. I think guys will do that forever. The fact that Tom's doing this before the Super Bowl even (laughs) happens, he's already thinking ahead. Not even the offseason or OTAs or training camp or preseason or regular season game. He's getting these thoughts already. This is is good news for the NFL, good news for our show. But what's going to happen with the Buccaneers? They're just going to watch this guy go play football somewhere else while Blaine Gabbard's fucking slinging the rock down there? Well, you think part of it is that he didn't really maybe want to retire, and then all the stuff with Darlington came out. And it felt like he kind of had to he forced his hand. He had to do it. And now he's like, ah, fuck it. I made a mistake. I, I'm not done. I don't want to be done. These guys took this from me. This is Schefter and Darlington's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. <laughs> Certainly possible. For a long time. And Sam Fran, too. You get Kittle in there. You get Gronk in there. You know, Ooh. Tom likes his tight end. Oh, yeah, because Gronk said year 12. Yeah. Boom. I just saw a photo Ooh. of him incredibly hungover at a, uh Ohio State visit. Really? From when he visited, yeah, during the game. He looked awesome. He was so young, too. Straight up, like, same exact guy, though, I assume. Exactly. But he's going to go wherever. I don't know if he probably. I don't think it was open back then. Well, what? I don't think Urban cared if it was open or not back then. Urban doesn't doesn't give a damn about any of this. Is he here? If Tom Brady comes. He's not showing his face either. That's what I was about to say. Is there, who all is going to be here? It looks like uh, basically nobody. Uh, <laughs> just from the quick Later, glance. it picks up later in the week. This is the first time, I guess, I was talking the word they really have a ra- – it's the first year back. Last year was like True. kind yeah. of a skeleton radio row, I guess. This is the first year where it's somewhat normal, but I think later in the week is when it really picks up. As we pan the convention center here in Los Angeles at the Super Bowl 56 – Radio Row. What if some of them don't want to be on camera? That they shouldn't bad. be in yep. fucking nope. Radio yep. Row. Choice. Too bad. Okay. Listen, I, I told the idea long ago that this is what I wanted to do. Everybody uh-huh. seemed to be okay with it. So that's not on me. That seems to be on everybody else. How's it going, pal? Good to see you, dude. Hey. hey how we doing? Good to see you, dude. A lot of that right. this week, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. how's it going? Oh, yeah. How you uh-huh. doing? We're right here near the beginning. So we were told that there was going to be fans out here. If you do recall. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 And there is going to be fans out here Thursday, Friday, 3 p.m. local to 10 p.m. local. The good news about our show ends 1 p.m. local. Right. And that also includes Hammer, <laughs> Don, which will be wrapping up every single four-hour slot that we have on this beautiful stage every single day. Can't wait to hear what you and Gumpy and obviously Mitt have cooking where'd up for the, the, the... 
Are you? Oh, yeah. I, I was up late last night. I didn't realize the fucking time change, dude. I was up late, and I didn't realize, and I woke up at 4.15 this morning because you got to get, get up early to hunt winters. We're hunting. Dude. Yeah, there's no TV oh. at the Airbnb I was at. No, yeah. mine's in, none? Mine's all yeah. in German, and I couldn't figure out how oh, to Oh, so it. mine's in a different language as well. Jesus. I couldn't get out of it. I thought I was going to oh. potentially trap myself in a mode I never wanted to be in because I couldn't understand any of the words that were on the screen. <laughs> this is a classic old-school Peyton thing. This is what the Manning family does. The Manning family in... <clears throat> Breaking news. Do not let your phone be open around the Manning family. Whoa. <laughs> what do they do? They will go into your settings and change that shit to Chinese. Oh. Oh. They, they, they will send, change it right on your phone. Ah. You'll get your phone back. Hmm. Uh, am I drunk? <laughs> you know, you get one of those situations. And then you got to go get somebody to walk alongside of you uh-huh. to get you all the way back to the mode. And then wow. everybody has a big, <laughs> big laugh or whatever. That's next level thinking. That is something that I experienced at one point. That's what my Netflix was last night on my mm. smart TV. And I didn't want to get that thing locked up for the entire week. So I just shut it off, laid in silence. And turns out me and my thoughts in LA, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., actually 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Yeah, Eastern good? time. Not great. Okay. Not great. Not great. Really? Especially with those okay. pillows. I mean, I, there was a lot of moments last night where I was like, oh. we should not be here just a couple years ago we were on a tiny little oh. set oh AJ. yeah i'm talking about a tiny tiny yeah. little inside set. a shoebox like a bill's table right? it, it really was it was yeah. like a bill's table like the one stefan diggs went through mm-hmm. people would come off rvs through the table the we were sitting it was when drew Brees. it was when drew Brees oh, yeah, tie in the back yeah. of the head. Oh, no. which okay. by the way drew Brees doesn't deserve all the negative stuff yeah, said about it was him Ty's fault, right? well actually it, it was, was the spot not, it was not my fault it was cuban's it was fault yeah he was looking to get the cuban seat obviously yeah, yeah. next to us but now we have this glorious stage fandle hey Fandle really did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. How many TVs are in here? Jesus. Yeah, so you start doing the math here. 13, 26, 29, 30. 30 TVs. 30 TVs. I don't know why anybody else didn't do that. What are you guys doing? No. We really so, need all this. Cool. This, help, this helps. Well, we do. Yeah, we do. What are you talking about? What's this all, all right, about? You never have too many TVs. You can never get too big of a TV. Yeah, so but what was it? Like 90s, 80s, 90 oh. always. No, always. Yeah, you got a monitor right here. Yeah. Right, 40. It was a positive. Trust me. What time you got? I got to bump down, so let me know. Well, that's why I just assumed somebody would at some point say, Tap on your shoulder. No guess there, dude. All right, I guess we'll talk about other stuff. Um, uh, New Orleans is promoting Dennis uh-huh. Allen to their head coaching role. He was interim head coach when something happened with Sean Payton COVID-wise. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody said he had a good pulse to the team. He was liked on the team. This is very similar to the Lovey Smith hire where they were looking about, looking about, then they ultimately hire within. AJ, why do you think that happens? Do you think it's just a comfort? Don't have to have a massive turnover? We're $71 million over the fucking cap. Mm. How many more people can we pay and hire and get this whole thing going? Why do you think hiring from within is the right move for the Texans or the Saints, or do you not agree with that? Well, that's always the, your goal. If you're, if you're a head coach, you want to build a staff to where you can hire from within because good staffs guess what they get hired away oh your offense is good we're going to hire your quarterback coach to go be a coordinator somewhere so you need to promote from within that's always the best way and they know him the best as well so they know what he's going to do probably i got a question i was listening to lombo talk and he said sometimes when guys go from like gas to position coaches they sometimes still get treated like gas because that's how people know them mm-hmm. he's been to dc there for a long long time is there a a chance that he won't get the respect. Hey, that's a power position. DC's DC's, yeah, that's a very Uh powerful position. But you did see the inside linebackers coach from Tampa is getting hired as the defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, former teammate of Doug Peterson, going from one building to another, going elevated. Probably a nice move there. You know, just because everybody in the building. But Dennis Allen in a power position, good news. Speaking of power position, we're in one right now on this beautiful stage. Oh, yeah. And joining us right now is a former MVP, an offensive player of the year three times. 
Hall of Famer, one piece of the greatest show on turf, Super Bowl champion, Marshall Falk! Yeah, yeah Marshall! Woo. How are you, What's man? Up, Doing? Hey, great to see you. Look at that. Hey, 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 how you doing? How you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, you got little skater shoes on? You skate? You at the board a little bit? You live in San Diego, so it's just kind of part of life. Hey, we're live right now. I don't. I just don't want you to. You know, I didn't want you to be like, yeah, I'm the best skater to ever walk this earth, and then have to answer for that. You know what I mean? I'm black. All right, obvious, uh, very apparent. There's a, hey, uh, there was a, uh, there was a couple, I think, big time black skaters in the in the world now. What, Lil Kareem Wayne, Campbell, Lil mm-hmm. Wayne, Lil Wayne came. Once you said big time. He's a big time rapper, not a big time skater. He well, can skate. Hey, but we saying we saying big time. Yeah, he got truck fit though. He made his own skating brand. Yeah. I mean, he is an influencer in that world. I mean, man knows how to make money. Hey, maybe you next. I mean, freak athlete. Let's talk about this, Marshall Falk. The Rams are back in the Super Bowl. Yes, this has to feel pretty good as a Rams alum, one of the most notable it does. Rams. Did you ever think this day was going to come after everything that kind of happened with the team when it got blown up after the last Super Bowl appearance? Um, you know, just just talking to Les Snead, and uh, he was like, "We're going to get it right." And they had to dismantle some stuff to get it right. And normally it doesn't turn around this quick. As you guys know, you start you start getting rid of players. You start changing stuff. And it doesn't turn around quick. And this, this, this has been impressive. Uh, do you think whenever you see Matthew Stafford, whenever he got signed to the team, out of Cabo, I believe, right there, down in Cabo, oh, yeah. Sean McVay was all blacked out, right? Yep. He was with his representation. <laughs> Matthew Stafford all blacked out on his right. representation. Then they met at the hot tub, I believe. They were both on either end of the pool. They kind of get together down there, come in there. Obviously, a lot was given out. Do you remember at the time of that trade, people said the Lions won that trade. They're like, the Lions won this trade. They picked up a hundred million dollars in Jared Gaff, but they are Jared Goff, but they also got a bunch of picks. Now that we're in the Super Bowl, is this already a success? You think for the Matthew Stafford trade? It is. And did it, you expect it, this this quickly? Let me say this: it's not it's not a success yet. He has to win the game because right now he's exactly where Jared Goff got them. And and uh. when the trade happened, when the trade happened, Jared Goff had taken the Rams places that. That Stafford hadn't been. Yeah, yeah, you're 100 right. Go ahead, AJ. What about Odell Beckham? You like his whole transition, getting there, maybe took a couple games to get. Like, did you expect this? Like, he seems to be like the Rams are like Hollywood. They they feel like this is what they should be. They have big time players. They're they're in the Super Bowl. They like it's like a home game now. Like this is what the Rams I feel like should have like high profile players. And Odell seems to be loving it. He let, and Vaughn, I mean, love watching those guys post game pressers. They can't get enough. Let Let's be real. We're laughing at the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you got yeah. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? They shocked. Let's, let's be real. Well, especially after Jarvis Landry goes in there yesterday in that press uh-huh. conference, he goes like, "Hey man, we're all pulling for you guys. Hey, way to go, man. Way to get the hell out of here through a dad Instagram post. By the way, o- OBS deserves yeah, man. Hats off. GM. OBS maybe deserves a ring too. Whenever you guys win this entire thing, but he has instantly fit in here. What do you think it is about just, the team? Listen, I'm, I'm, I just, I put, I'm thinking. I'm like, in Cleveland, when they didn't have a Cooper Cup. Or a Higby or a Jefferson, they couldn't find a way to get Odell the ball, and now he's fitting in, and they they find ways to get him the ball, like with no problem. So let's talk about your career. You start with the Colts for four years, going to be a guy. Then after four years, you get traded for a second and a fifth. We think something go- like that. Oh, still. What it was? Yeah, it was something like I think it was a second and a fifth. Still though, still has a little. That felt like that had a little bit of. Uh... Come on, man! You've been broken that way before. <laughs> but let's talk about Jim. You know, Mercy. you remember her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 100 yeah, right. So let's talk about Jim Mercy because it sounds like you guys have come full circle in that entire. Thing. No, Jim. Jim and I was good. Jim. Jim and I was good. It was. Uh, it, Bill Polian made the decision. 
that was that was more more uh, Bill Polling and the GM. How'd you find and, out? And um, they they called my representation and said, "Hey, you know, we want to move Marshall." Okay. Before and, it happened, so you yeah. knew they were working on it. Yes. Okay. Yes. They gave us. They said, "And we're we're going to let you guys like try to find some suitors," and um, and that that was that was pretty much it. And and I, I understood what the move was all about. Uh, I mean, I was. That year that Peyton and I played together, I was like forty-eight to fifty percent of the offense, and they and, and they wanted they wanted him to kind of, they wanted it to be his team. Yeah, as did he probably. By the way, I, I, it yeah. didn't matter to Peyton. It, it really didn't matter. You to think him. so? Yeah, it didn't matter to him. Because listen, listen, they immediately drafted Edger and James. Hall of Fame same well. same kind of yeah, yeah, same kind of back. You know, so it, it wasn't like it, it was a different dynamic. They just. And, and here's here's where I know they did me a favor, and I say Bill Polian was actually right. The year that I retired was the year that they won the Super Bowl. I would have missed. But also, let's talk about you go to St. Louis. Yeah, but the, but you the, won a Super but, Bowl. Yeah, but that that team that team could not have been that team with me on it. That the Colts, the Colts, the Colts wouldn't have been. Why is that? It just was different. It was different. So watching. what happens when you go to St. Louis and you fit right in? The greatest show on turf. You become a pivotal part, and then you guys win a Super Bowl. Is it just perfect? A, it's just spite or just perfect? Uh, it, it looked it looked exactly like what the Bengals look like right now. Okay, That's, you like this Bengals squad? Huh? I'm just saying what they look like right now and how they play, and 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 literally where we came from, the depths of where we came from, of the Rams. That's exactly we were the Bengals. People were saying exactly what people are saying now. About about us when 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 how we long until the they took it, took you serious though I feel like the Bengals now I mean if the Bengals don't win people still don't even like I feel this like would be like the Jacksonville so Jaguars making the FC Championship yeah, if the Bengals don't so go like on the win. people take you serious right no away? offense to the Bengals I don't deserve that they don't take you serious until you win the Super Bowl like yeah. literally people were still calling the Rams the Lambs Jeez. as we were going through the playoffs and you win a Super Bowl and then the next year because they're like okay that's the Super Bowl champs we got to knock them off. What year was that? Ninety nine, two thousand. Hey, by the way, they didn't update that dome one time. (laughs) (laughs) I was just in there the other day. I was in there for the Royal Rumble the other day. It felt like it was the same place. Marshall ran on this turf right here. I think Marshall probably the same turf. Exact turf. Kurt. Um, Kurt Warner. Uh, Love that dude. So, true underdog story. The movie just came out. And we all assumed, and I assume you did as well, although you know him a lot better than we do. But anytime one of these things happens, the movie's normally incredibly corny, and it's like, okay, it's kind of mail it in. We get it. And then the practices are like kind of bullshit. And then, like, the, the game rave reviews for the true underdog story. Yeah. Do you think that's just because Kurt's story is so unbelievable as a person? Or what do you think? Why do you think it, like, worked out as opposed to most of them that don't? I think it's because you can connect. You can connect what you're seeing with him sometimes it doesn't fit the person the movie explains a lot of his backstory and like i I literally call the dude i mean i've watched i'm like you're the best man i know and i mean i'm talking we'll stay out with fans sign autographs take pictures do all i mean he does all the stuff that at times like we i'm tired i want to go in (laughs) like i had we had two a days up He's Not always that Kurt. guy. He, always, al- al- he's always been that guy, and and I'm, I'm talking about for a quarterback to have the career that he had and to never cuss in the huddle. <laughs> hey, you uh, like that? You to, respect that? To, I'm just saying. I'm uh, listen. I, I, either way, it don't matter. But but he was just consistent. To say right, yeah. he was consistent. Like he yeah. he he walked the walk and he talked the talk. It was like it was so consistent. Never really. 
never really got down. Receiver ran the wrong route. You did something wrong. He wasn't the guy that was like berating you about doing something. It's just just a different kind of soul, man. That's did, awesome. Did you not man. want to disappoint him? Was it one of those things? Right. Like, we don't want to disappoint right. this guy. Mm. Right. And it was just just fun to play with him. Fun to play fun with to him. Watch. There's a lot of different styles of leadership. You know, I think I've. Uh, I've kind of thought about this. There's like the people that lead by fear, like, hey, you either do this or something's yeah. going to happen to you. Uh, they either lead by example, like, do as I do, not as I say. And then there's people that like befriend everybody, and it's like, hey, let's not fuck this up for this guy. Yeah. You know, like, there's there's so many different styles of leadership. I enjoy hearing that, by the way. It's nice to know off camera he's like that as he well. He is. We had him on the show once. He's still smacking the floor playing pickup basketball oh, yeah. every single day. <laughs> now, now that's different. You get him on the you get him on the basketball court. Hey, now he's it, going. Now it's it's a different. That, I think that's a different Kurt. Because a couple of times when we were working at the network, he came with a black eye. He's like, yeah, yeah, my uh, my son-in-law, he got me with an elbow. I was like, was it, <laughs> Kurt, was it on purpose? Like, yeah. He was like, you should want to do that. He, really, uh-huh. he <laughs> plays basketball for real. Really? Yeah, still. he plays prison yard rules still. like old Beast. school. He told us he did it because so he can still eat pizza and stuff. Yeah. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Marshall, a massive part of this uh, Rams run has been uh, Cam Akers coming back. Have you had any conversations with him, and did you talk it to him while he was? I have not. And um, I, I was just, I, I'll just tell you, I was impressed. You know, July, you tell your Achilles and yeah. you make it back by the end of the season. And, and you know, normally guys, when they come in, they kind of a shell of themselves. Yeah. I mean, he has like second level explosion. Like you can see the difference between he and Sony Michelle. Yeah. Like he's a threat. And I think that dynamic, um, it's, man, they, they were missing it and you didn't even know. Sony Michelle did a great job. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say he, he and Henderson, they did a great job. But, Cam Akers is a different beast. Yeah, he's a dog. Cam Akers is yeah. a dog. Yeah, I mean, run he, against the he's Cardinals. an absolute dog. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and before we get to the great work that San Diego State's doing, hey, new stadium coming. Hey, man. Hey, is that because of uh, Matt Ariza, the punter? Is he, he got the stadium? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to build the stadium. I assume. Oh man, have you talked to Matt? Uh, only on the internet. Never yeah, in real okay, life. Yeah. Good kid, man. Bomber. Kid. Oh my God. It's it's on. Believe it. That sound, you you know that sound. Yeah, yeah. He has that sound. It's yeah. like boo. Yeah. God, it's, he can he can do it, and and he can kick as well. Yeah, and he's a monster. He lays the wood a little bit too, which yeah. I appreciate. He's great for the brand. Yeah, that guy, yeah. I can't wait to see him. He, in- he reminds me of an old school guy named Jason Elam. You remember Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jason Elam yeah. had that record for yeah. a long, long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he end up in Atlanta? I think he was yeah. in Denver for a long time, Denver. and he ended up in Atlanta. Yeah, he was at Hawaii when we played against each other. He was good athlete. Yeah, he man, he could kick. Hey, let's talk about the Snapdragon Stadium, the multi-purpose Snapdragon Stadium. It's opening in September of 2022. 2022, man. Congrats to San Diego. Yeah, State. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And by the way, how come San Diego can't do, or San Diego State can't just go up and with NIL happening, with San Diego being San Diego, every human I've ever met from San Diego says the best city in the world is yeah. San Diego. Are, is, is San Diego State on the Are we about to do You're this? doing it. You're doing it right now. Keep going. I've never keep, been. Keep going. I'm just saying. It, but, boy, we, I've heard the weather is beautiful. There the it is. beach is there fantastic. There oh. There's never a bad day no. in what? San Diego. Yep. And although they took the Chargers out of that, yep. to hell with that family. Yep. San Diego See, State is now. the new football team. Chargers leave, we get a new stadium. See what I'm saying? We're going to start getting guys from, like, Ohio State to come instead of going yeah. to yeah. Uh, it's cold. Like, why do you want to go play in the cold? Oh, and also Ohio people, you know. Like, why, <laughs> would you, why would you want to be around Ohio people? Come down and chill and wear Vans. Just saying. Uh, we appreciate you, man. All I'm good. sure you got a lot of work to do this week. Yeah. I hope you get a chance it's to fun. enjoy it, though. The Rams are back, man. And your fun. name is obviously synonymous with the Rams, and it doesn't feel like they're going anywhere for some time. Nah, it's uh, they're building it the right way. You know, they, they added some parts, but the core – 
it's built the right way. You get along with Sean McVay, you guys like sprint against Good each other? Good dude. <laughs> <laughs> Good dude, right? right? Yeah, he's shirtless in his pool doing his thing. Uh -huh. He's an You already piece. know. Uh, uh, we, appreciate, uh, we appreciate you so much, man. Ladies and gentlemen, an absolute superstar, MVP, first guest of us being here in L.A. Hell yeah. Marshall Farr. Thank you. Yeah, Marshall! Ladies and gentlemen, Hall of Fame, absolute stud. A man who's one of the most electrifying people to ever grace a television. We obviously see him on NFL Network, and he's on there Thursdays and Sundays, and he crushes it and cuts promos. But this particular season, we got a chance to see he and Stephen A. every single Monday. It was magical. Ladies and gentlemen, double eight, Michael Irvin. Yeah! What's up, dude? Hey, this is the big time, man, when I get on your show, dog. You know, hey. This is, this dad. Now, now I can call home and tell my mom, move those Super Bowl trophies aside. Put <laughs> this picture right here, right there, where it belongs, man. What's up, my brother? Hey, we are incredibly honored to have you on. We know you're very busy. This has been an incredibly long season. I assume you're only home for like one day a week this year. How has it been? It's the longest season ever, 17 games, doing first take on Monday. How are you feeling? Do you always have the juice? Dude, listen, man, this has been quite a season, too. And you, I heard you say I get a day home. No, I get about 18 hours, between, about four, between 12, 15, 18 hours home a week. And then I'm back on the road. But 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 think about this. Like, we got an eight-and-a-half-hour show Sunday. I try to complain about it. I try to think about it. But then I think my pops, man, went on that roof and did real work. If somebody had said to my pops, you know what your job going to be? You have to sit around for eight and a half hours to talk about football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would have been a great job. So it removes all of my ability to complain. I'm just happy to be here. Buddy. Hey, that's great perspective, by the way. We have a very similar thoughts whenever we get to do the dumb things that we get to do. But watching you on right. TV is amazing. And I think immediately upon hearing that you and Stephen A. would be talking to each other every single week, we were very excited. Oh, we yeah. were very, very excited for it. We watched along. How did you get into that? Was that an NFL Network and ESPN uh, conjoined business affair? Because I saw the marketing of both. And do you think that will continue? Well, you know, Steve, Stephen A's my boy, man, and we, we started way back together on Best Damn Sports Show, way, way back in the day, you know, so so we, 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 we've been boys since then. And, you know, he has this thing against the Cowboys, you know, and he just, and, and he's I always stink. on you guys stink. Cowboys. You guys stink. You guys stink. <laughs> right, right. No, 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 we always stink. We won 12 games this year. Yeah, you're right, you're right. We won 12 games this year. You're right, you're and, right. And, and then Stephen A, like, see, like most people when it comes to the Cowboys, they got that selective retention thing. Like, they're talking about Cowboys hadn't won in 25 years. Okay, all right, that's right. You're right about that. But we won five before then. How many have you won? Something they don't even win one, and they want to talk about where we don't. Like, they just want to discount the five that we have and only talk about the 25 years that we haven't won one. I said, that's not history. That's what I call your history. Real history says we got five, and you need to bring up one shoot. I've been in enough courtrooms. Been on that witness stand to know. Once you open up history, you get all of the history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it does. It does feel like that 25 gets talked about a lot more than the five, and I think it's because those five are a long, long time ago. And I think every year we yeah. get our hopes up. Every year we get our hopes up, Michael. And I, I was told uh, by Joe DiCamillo, special teams coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys at the time. Love Joe. That uh, me too, by the way. Had a great workout. 
Hey, he told me they were going to draft me. I was going to be a cowboy. Okay, I grew up in Pittsburgh. My dad, diehard Steeler fan. My mom, diehard Steeler fan. So going into draft week, we had to get past that. We're like, all right, I'm the Cowboys. I guess this is a thing. But I had a moment where I was like, man, I'm going to like the smartest businessman in the NFL, Jerry Jones team. I'm going down to Dallas where every game is going to be on national television. It was cool. And then obviously you guys drafted David Bueller. I almost went undrafted, almost had to go back to school. So my life was almost ruined by the Dallas Cowboys as well. And my hopes and dreams were. But whenever you talk about the Cowboys, it's always talked about because every week it's prime time. Jerry Jones is always on the mic. It feels like he's always cooking. Is he as in control of the narrative and the business as we think from the outside looking in? And what do you what is your relationship like him literally on the daily basis? I, I love Jerry, man. Jerry's a great man. I, really, really, Pat, seriously, man. I, I, I can't thank him enough. Because think about this. Now, I'm the 15th of 17 kids, right? I get to Dallas, man. Uh, and, you know, Jerry comes in. He buys the team the year after I get there. Brings in Jimmy, my old coach. And and, and what I appreciate for, about Jerry is, is every negotiation, Jerry made me come in and sit in the room. He said, Michael, yeah. where you're coming from, I know you've never heard these kinds of numbers, but I want you to know so 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 you can be able to take your family long after this. So he really, I, that's why I, I, I appreciate I appreciate him doing little things like that. But listen, he's always on point. He's always thinking business and moving things ahead. And the NFL is right here where it is right now, making the kind of money it's making because of dudes like Jerry Jones. Hunter A. $110 billion media deal. $110 billion. That's just the media, let alone the $45 nachos, Mike. Dude, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It, it is just, it is not. And then, and then look, with this, with this only blowing up even more, I mean, the NFL owners, including Jerry Jones, just had to be like, I'm going to have 14 to 15 more fucking yachts before <laughs> too soon. Well, I mean, you sound, dude. And let me, let me tell you, oh, let's go on this. Let, let me tell you what these jokers tried. Okay? <laughs> let me tell you what these jokers tried, right? Dude, when we were going through the pandemic, oh, my God. I'm going to just, I'm, uh, they're going to be mad. I'm going to tell this bitch. No. We're going through the pandemic. We're going through the pandemic. They came, the NFL came to you. We want everybody to take a voluntary pay cut. Anywhere from 5 to 25. Well, they gave us a range, right? You know, and then they, I said, okay, okay, you know, I, I, I want to be a part of what everybody's doing. I want to be a part of everybody. I said, so send it to volunteer. It's volunteer paper. So, 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 so then they send the paper, and they put it at twenty five percent in there or something. I was like, oh no, who, that's volunteer. I scratched the twenty five, of course, and put ten. <laughs> <laughs> so I scratched, I scratched it and sent it. And I got ready to send it back. They wanted us to turn it in, like say July tenth before five p.m. I said, okay. I waited to July 10th for 59.59. And then I turned mine in. Poof. And then they were like, Michael, what'd you do? I said, well, I, I'm opting in at 10%. They said, no, 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 no. They said, we, we, we had you at 25. I said, wait, 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 that's not volunteer. I said, who told y'all to put 25 in it? They said, well, we just went by who, how much you make. And the people that made more, we put a higher number. I said, listen, oh. stop this. I said, no, 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 no. I'm opting in at 10%. I said, and I said, you don't want the 10%, don't take it, but that's all I give. Now, listen, I said, I, I said, I said listen, I said, if y'all want me to put in 25% and you're going to give me the money and I go down there and pass it out to all the people that work for us and work right, I'll go do that. But what do they need my few dollars if you're going to pass it all the way up? I had just left Miami. I said, I saw all of those yachts <laughs> lined up. They don't need my money, man. So just... 
they, they, I say 10% is what it is, and that was it. How are they asking me for my money? Wow, well, listen. They got all that money right there. And they knew they had that $130 billion coming, and they still asking me in the middle of a pandemic hey, for my money. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Hey, that's why, you know, people are going to say that's why they're going to continue to only make more and more because there is no dollar left behind in those billionaires' minds. And I like the fact that you redlined that thing. And I think the reason why you did is because one of the owners of the NFL Network had you sit in those meetings and be like, hey, if you don't like some shit, go ahead and change that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That is. So it's kind of their fault for even letting you in there, Michael. And you're staying at home for what, 12, 18 hours a week? Tell them 5%. If that was the voluntary amount, we appreciate it. I like that. I respect that so much. I like what you did. Go ahead, AJ. Hey, Mike, AJ Hawk here. So the Cowboys next year, what are your thoughts? We, we thought they may lose both of their coordinators. Both of them turn out they're going to be back. Are, like, are, you, are your expectations pretty high on what Mike McCarthy and this team is going to do? Hey, what's up, man? How you just gonna come up and say my age, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> Hey, that face too, Irvin. You know, hey, that big jaw. You know who the hell that yeah. is, man? Like, dude, like we ain't never told us something before. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some stuff with you at NFL Network. I was telling some of these guys earlier how impressed I was watching you in person, in studio, just absolutely kill it. So I, I always love and respect what you do, Mike. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. Let me tell you something. What trips me out? And I was talking about this Monday. I like okay. Everybody talked about the Cowboys were going to lose, maybe lose both of their coordinators, right? Because they were hot commodities out in the market. And then when the Cowboys, when they both, when they all came back, everybody started saying, "Oh, this is a good thing that they got them both back." Because you know what they say, it's insanity to do the same thing and expect a different result. Are you joking? Are you joking? Only with the Dallas Cowboys can you get both coordinators back. And they turn that into a, a bad story. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. Wait, at one point, at one point, they, they, they had number one offense. They finished the season with the number two offense in total offense, number one in scoring offense. They were the number one turnover defense. These coordinators produced those things. Now, yes, they lost in the playoffs after winning 12 games. This is not you bring those guys back. And you move forward, you try to add a few pieces here and there, and you try to get over the hump next year. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Only the people try to make it a bad thing. It is what I call the people with the S.A. syndrome. It's a Stephen A. Smith syndrome. I call it the S.A. syndrome. No matter what, the Cowboys go all in their mind, the Cowboys are always bad players. That's just that S.A. syndrome. Hey, that S.A. syndrome, though. In Texas, when he came out with that cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> my. I go crazy. <laughs> oh, what an amazing moment there. Uh, but whenever you're talking about the Dallas Cowboys and people turning it into a negative, they always talk about everything the Dallas Cowboys do. So, like, whenever, you know, old Quinn saves his career down there and turns everything around, he's backwards hat guy, and he's got that defense from 32 to 18, right? They weren't even, like, top 10. 32 to 18, they're like, ah, get this guy in the Hall of Fame, basically, you know, because it is the Dallas Cowboys. And and Kellen Moore, what do you think needs to happen about the situational shit, though? Hey, there's a lot of decisions that are being made in very right. crucial points. How do you get better at that? You think that's McCarthy? You think it's Kellen? Do you think it's Dak? How do you get better at that? Man, I, I don't know how, but they must get better. Must. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and I can't take it. And, and Mike McCarthy, man, he, he tries to come and sell this stuff to us. Well, we we got down in there, and when we got down up in the ozone, what the hell is an ozone? <laughs> man, what are you talking about? Man, just <laughs> call the time out. Here, yeah. Get one throw to the end zone, 
and then we don't get it, we kick the field goal. Don't come out here and try to skedazzle us with some new <laughs> word that we never heard on a football field like an ozone. You know, that's the kind of stuff that they got to get past. But I, I believe the Cowboys have enough talent that, that if, you, if, if you're putting up points on offense like they did early on in the season last year and they continue to do that, then we can mitigate some of these issues right here. No doubt they have to get better at them. But right now, if you can, you, you can put up on the points, you can mitigate it. And stop telling me, this is not another problem with the NFL. Everybody always wants to say, well, let's get rid of them and get somebody else. Get who? Get what? <laughs> I mean, the, the, top, the, the top 33 hardest jobs in this world are, number one, I'm going to give it to POTUS. But two to 33 are NFL head coaches. Who the hell you going to get? Get who? You see what I'm saying? Hey, listen, I, I believe there's probably some surgeons and brain surgeons and heart surgeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right after 33. <laughs> Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Michael, I hate to bring it up, but obviously the notorious QB draw to end the season happened. Uh, what did you do when you saw that? Did you destroy everything in the living room or wherever you watch it and – Will that ever happen again, or is that just the worst play in the history of the NFL? What, what do you mean, a QB draw? Yeah, against uh, the Niners. Uh, when he ran into the, yeah. like the ref, when he deboed Dak there a little bit. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. All right, you, that, I, you, you say, oh, oh, the last play for the Dallas Cowboys. It, it wasn't a bad play. It was just executed poorly. Of course. It wasn't a bad oh. – it was executed poorly. So, so it wasn't a bad thought, I should say. Yeah. Just executed poorly. You see, because if they could have gotten – he's right. And that's another thing that he tricked us with, right? Talking about, well, <laughs> we just think it's better to have two throws, uh, to get a throw, a good throw from, 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 from the 25-yard line general throw from the 41 yard yeah we do too everybody believes that but but what is it going to cost you to get to the 25 yard line and it cost us those 13 seconds don't <laughs> us with that you see what i'm saying yeah there's a, hey, everybody one, wants that yeah everybody hey, wants it but what did it cost us to get there and it cost us the game hey one throw is better than you know just no zero throw, throw. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like hey this is like the classic hey this is the analytics folks who say like six points is more than three points it's like well three points more 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 than zero points. I mean, there is. It seems like those stats never really get brought up. Go ahead, Tone. Uh, Michael, Troy brought up after that game that I believe he said if the Niners were playing that defense against us, double eights would have had 200 yards at half. How come like guy, the, the teams, the offenses these days don't go, oh, our guy's better than this guy, and they just don't throw in the ball, and they all, have to, they all have to stay inside of their offense? Or what do you think it is? Boy, let me tell you something, dog. They're really, really, you, you, you're rubbing on a scab. You know how much it hurts. <laughs> you know but, but you're saying something to be truthful here. Because the reality is, and Troy's right, and, and I'm going to bring this back up according to this game that we got coming up right now about that one-on-one. And that offense, when you saw one-on-one, when Troy came up as one-on-one, we could put down the book. We ain't got to read nothing else. There's no more progress. progress. We're throwing the ball over here. And, and they did not do that. Now, Cincinnati does that. All the time with, 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 with Jamar Chase. That's why you see Joe Burrow comes up, and this was going to make this game so great. Because now when he comes up and he sees Jamar Chase one-on-one out there, it, it's like, stop reading. That's where I'm going with the ball. But this time, Jamar Chase is going to have Jalen Ramsey on him. Oh, okay. So, boy, we going to get some chicken-licking, <laughs> finger-good stuff out here in that battle. That's going to be a great battle over there. And I want to see if he throws that ball out there. Noah Turner used to always tell me, I can't let a guy take you out of our offense 
because it messes with the minds of everybody on our offense. So I got to get some reset passes to you early and often so our guys feel like we can dominate this game. That's the important thing. And let me tell you this, why guys don't go one-on-one anymore? Because all of the genius is in the head coach on the sideline. They don't want to just say, my man be his. They want to show that they are an offensive genius. They want scheme to be scheme instead of a man beating a man. It's their scheme that be his scheme so they can get a lot of money when they go argue for their money too. It is very interesting, and I don't know if they're taking any voluntary pay cuts or anything like that and what they're all offering up, especially you know in the coaching world, but it is always a massive compliment to the offense coordinator. Like, oh, that guy was drawn wide open on the play. Like, oh, he was drawn wide right. open, or that decision right. was made. You're right, that is kind of put over, and that's how people are being hired now too is because they are offensive geniuses and they're able to do that. But right. it, it feels like Zach Taylor was hired because Sean McVay was hired, right? And he, this guy stunk. Then he gets Joey Burrow, gets the entire new culture, Am I wrong in thinking this? We were talking about this before. It feels like Joey Burrow is an old school guy. And what you just said there about, hey, like if Jamar's one-on-one, in college we did this, in the NFL we're going to do this, we're going to go there. But everything about him feels like an old school dude. Does it, is he not the perfect guy for Cincinnati, Mike? Perfect dude, Pat. Perfect. You know, because it takes, let me tell you what I call it. It takes a dude like Joe Burrow to pull Cincinnati up. You need somebody with some stink in his tank. And that's what this dude had. <laughs> He has some stink in his tank. To pull them out of that stink they've been in forever. <laughs> that's what it takes. You got stink in the tank to pull you out of that stink. And that's what he's been doing. It's been insane to watch it, man. To watch, to watch him fire up a cigar after the game, oh, walk in with his shade. Y'all know he's dressing, dressing all cool, got on his brother like swag. He got on brother like swag walking around there doing all these <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, he, 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 and for Cincinnati, he has that whole city believing. And, and think about how long. They, they, they messed with the Cowboys and said we hadn't won one in 25 years. Okay, but since he ain't never won. <laughs> <laughs> that might change. That might change. I'm excited to see how they dabble and all of that. But Joey Burrow feels like the perfect guy for Cincinnati. And he's an Ohio guy, so we all know what that means. An Ohio guy, we know exactly what that means about Joey Burrow. Probably going to talk some shit. Probably not scared to fight a little bit. And he will go off the reservation every once in a while if he really wants to, if he believes he can do that. And I think all those things have been perfect for the Bengals. Go ahead, Ty. Michael, are you at all surprised at the immediate success that Odell Beckham's had in L.A.? Or is it a situation where he kind of just was just always getting a bad rap or where he was at? And when he's finally in a good situation with a guy who can get him the ball, everyone who knows anything kind of knew that he was going to shine? No, but, but let me tell you why he chimed. Odell, uh, Odell feels off the vibe around him. He, he, he's one of them, what we call a megaverse dudes. They, they feel the vibe. You can't feel nothing in Cleveland, man. Let's stop feeling <laughs> Cleveland, man. It was Cle- New York and L.A.? Oh, that thing got serious. You know what I mean? This is what Odell, he belongs on this kind of market, in this kind of market. I always said people, I tell people, you, you sent him off to purgatory, and now he has to wake up every day and look at hell and say, I'm going to go give my all. That's a hard thing to do. <laughs> a, a, a hope, hope. It's called Cleveland I'm hell. Yeah. It's called well, Cleveland hope hell. Hope will always dictate effort. <laughs> if you give a man little hope, he's going to give you little effort. If you give a man a great deal of hope, he'll give you a great deal of effort. In Cleveland, the hope was down. <laughs> But now in Hollywood, his hope, his dreams, everything wide open. 
and you're seeing the same Odell you saw in New York, one of the greatest young talents back then, and now a great mature talent. Hey, you're one of the greatest talents in the history of television. I want to let you know that. I, I obviously <laughs> admire your work greatly. I watch on NFL Network whenever you're on there Thursday, Sunday mornings for eight and a half hours. Trav, you're, you're a grinder and you're fucking electric. We appreciate you so much for joining us. This was amazing. Hey, it's, it's something I always say, man. I always say, listen, I'm bullshitting, but I'm not lying. <laughs> what I'm telling you, it's a pleasure to be on your show, man, and chop it up with you. I'm bullshitting, but I am not lying. It really is. Oh, yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate it, buddy. Hey, I appreciate that. That might be a new tagline for my yeah. life as well. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the NFL Network and obviously <laughs> NFL icon, Michael Irvin. Thank you. Yeah, so sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay, FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The people at FanDuel actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions. Millions of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons. Most of them, what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Joining us now is somebody who potentially will own a team someday. Because not only does she host on Thursday nights, but you can see her on NFL Network damn near all weekend and every day. Friend of the show, Philly John. Ladies and gentlemen, Colleen Ward. Colleen, we fucking Pretty did it. Sweet. Yeah. Oh Sorry about the language. Hey. How you doing? Colleen. Yeah. How are you? Colleen, the, the headset should work. I mean, we're not 100% sure. Yeah. It looks really good. We don't know how to work any of it. We don't deserve any of this. Uh, you're crushing it. What's going on? You working? You uh, oh you got TV God. over here? What's no, going on? I'm chilling. This is great. Oh, so this is chill co- This, this is chill, chill outfit right here. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. Hey, you came out and killed the game. <laughs> yeah. We saw you. There was You did a couple interviews over there. There was a buzz following Colleen. What Legit, we were watching this whole thing because we are set up in a position here, Colleen, where everybody is hearing our show, seeing our show, and staring at us. So we have to do the exact same stream. Straight back. It's not necessarily as comfortable, but we are very thankful you're here. Well, this is awesome because you guys are on this like perch right now too, yeah. so you get to see everything that's going on. Well, you get to see who's coming through. And it's great. Colleen, actually, funny you say that. Not just seeing everything. We actually look at this. I mean, that camera right there, <laughs> uh-huh. L three. 
we've been able to, you know, just... Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing a lot of this. I don't know how legal this is and how long this will last, but as we have it, we need to do it. That right there, that's the ticket in Dallas. Yep. That group right there gets a chance to interview. You can zoom in, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't been the most smooth. <laughs> Hopefully, by the end of the week, I'll be able to do that. But, Colleen, whenever you're making your way from one TV set to another, bring in ratings <laughs> to everybody. There is an entire buzz following you. What do you got going on? What are we promoting? Good morning, football weekend. Let's oh, go. Yeah. Are we still going through the season, through the offseason? What's going no, on? No, 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 no. I am done. This is my last Good Morning Football weekend coming up this week. And then I'm doing game day final after the Super Bowl. Oh. That's going to be fun. Steve Smith Sr. will be there. Joe Thomas, our whole, like, TNF crew. Um, so we'll be on the field for that. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, how long's the show after the Super Bowl? No idea. I should know that for sure. No, but no. You know no. what? It's a surprise, everybody. We'll all find out together. You know, it's interesting because after games... Um, as you're trying to wind down, a lot of the the networks just cut off, basically. And after the games, it's hard to find something. I think after the Super Bowl, a lot of people want to continue to watch. You should probably yeah. do massive numbers, I'd assume, after this game. I think so. That's that's hopefully the plan. But, I mean, that's what I did after both of the championship games. I just sat and I watched MJD talk some trash in his, like, Ram sweatshirt. It was really fun. So, yeah, we're going to just, like, post up. Which way are you leaning right now? Uh, we're a few To days. the left. What? Oh, I see that. Respect. You actually are yeah. leaning. Hardly, yeah, I'm leaning good. to my it's right. A hard, it's a hard lean. Yeah, I'm leaning to my right right now. The um, Whenever you think about this game, though, are you leaning one way or the other? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Have you bounced back and forth? I assume you like both teams. I have bounced back, back and forth. But the thing is, I feel like the Rams have the edge because of the pass rush and uh, the offensive You think Joey going to die? Oh, no. I'm worried. Oh, oh, I'm thinks Joey Burrow's dead. Guys, I don't know if you've talked about this or heard about this. Has anybody talked about this yet? The Rams pass rush and the uh, Bengals offensive line? Hey, is this breaking that. news? Hold on. We've been no live for three no hours and 26 and minutes. We yeah. have not <laughs> talked about it one no, time. We, we have not. Right, so thanks so, for bringing it to the show. So that worries me. The fact that the Bengals have, I mean, they've given up 12 sacks in these three playoff games. Obviously, the, the Titans gave skews things a little bit with the nine. But I'm just I'm worried about Aaron Donald. I'm worried about Leonard Floyd. I'm worried about Von Miller. And I'm especially worried about Joey Burrow. Yeah. So that's a problem. But I think that if Joe Burrow can have enough time to get the ball downfield to Jamar Chase, then he might be able to make some of these big plays because Jalen Ramsey, yes, he, he doesn't shadow guys and he does, however, there is some issues sometimes with the deep passing games. And we saw that Whoa. with Mike Evans. He got burned on, for a long touchdown there. Put on the ticker. That's a chip on the shoulder, Jalen Ramsey. He's going to hear us. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I love, <laughs> I love the Bengals. And I have just been kind of falling in love with the entire team. Why? The fact they shouldn't They're be America's here. They're America's team. Yeah, right are they like, yeah. Are people, is it like the underdog story? Why do people love it? I know yeah. Joe Burrow's a big Kurt part Warner's of it. What is the underdog it? story, true one? Yeah. The thing is, like, what? Okay, two years ago, the Bengals won two games. And yeah. then they drafted Joe Burrow. Quick turnaround. And then last year, Joe Burrow, like, blew apart his entire knee. It was, like, MCL, ACL, PCL, like, all the L's. He yeah. was taking so many. A lot of ligaments. They yeah. only <laughs> won four games. And True. all of a sudden, they're in the freaking Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Are I love it. Are you going to say it on NFL Network or not? Well, yes, absolutely. That the Bengals need an indoor practice facility. <laughs> I am going to say it, yeah, and I will say go. it right here. They need an indoor practice facility. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah. Put it on the yes. ticker. Put it on the yep. ticker. Put it on the ticket. What has everybody been? Uh, what have you been talking about as you go around? What is the most common question for Colleen Wolf on these days? Uh, you know what? A lot of people keep asking me about Philly. 
because I'm from Philly, so I'm still getting a lot of Philly questions. Oh, Pat's no, you, oh, Pat's, I thought Pat was. What's what? his deal? Actually, you said, I mean, in one interview, you had a throwaway line with us. What? Where you said, you're from, I'm from Philly, you're from Pittsburgh, kind of the same thing, and now AJ brings it up yeah. literally well, what do you mean? every it feels single like, I don't know, I'm not from there. It is not the same? It's six hours it's, different. Okay? Yeah. It's very different. I have a little it's, respect. Yeah. Sorry, Please. Thank you. Thank you it for It could be like me. two different states. I'm not going to lie. Respect. But oh, okay. love Pittsburgh. Oh, love it's Philly. a beautiful yeah. city. Great how do you not have a Philly accent? How do you did you have a Philly accent at one oh point? Oh my God, yeah. How do you my, how I mean, do you work through that? They open the window, like oh, I got oh, some yeah. tomatoes. It's very unique. Oh yeah, it's, have you it ever is seen? Unique. That's yes. nice. That's a nice way of saying hey, it. Hey, have you seen uh, this uh, aluminum can? Uh, is it water? No, oh, they always. Is it water? Yeah. Nice. Hey, we did it. Hey, we did it. Yeah, we did it. You know, you know, Gino's or pets. Oh my God! Neither. Dalsandros, we know. What's see, nice. I, wow. Hello. Every Hello, time. my new best friend. Hey, every <laughs> time. Listen, literally the same. Every time. He says that every time. I do. Every uh, single I time do. Philadelphia gets brought up. You, you get everyone with that. That's, I do. That's the hey, you, you. I took it. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. You're no. from Philly. Colleen, um, I assume we're not complicated people. Colleen, I assume you're headed to all the events this week. Of course, I am. What's going on? What are, What are the uh, big parties that you look forward? to? This are one of our first times. You know, oh, really? Being out here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little different, the party scene in L.A. It's dead out here, right? I mean, this city is dead. Last night we were driving through there. I didn't see a single person anywhere. No, uh-uh. Well, I also heard that, like, um, the Maxim party is in a parking lot somewhere. What? Like, Maxim uh, so party? I don't Maxim. know. Why? In a yes. parking lot? Oh, <laughs> oh outside hell yeah. The COVID yeah, so I think tent? everything's outside. Oh, oh okay. Uh-huh. I brought so, no longs. I only got tank tops. I only you got... don't own sleeves, right? Bingo. Yeah. Well, I got a couple of flannels. Yep. You know, I look yeah. like Brock Lesnar out there. <laughs> I got a couple of sport coats I got to wear on Friday nights, but I did not pack for, they're saying it's chilly in here. It feels good, doesn't it? Uh, it's a little cold in here. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like covered up mostly. So, yeah. Um, whenever you think about setting up a game uh, for a show for a game, uh-huh. and you got Steve Smith Sr. there who's just been burying people. Oh, yeah. And Joe Thomas, who is a biscuit, body bags all over the place. Biscuit train with gravy. Oh, gravy. Yeah. Gravy. Oh, yep. <laughs> Right. All, all those different when, when you're trying to balance all the different personalities, what is mm-hmm. something you go into or you just let it fly every time you go into a game or into a show? I, I mean, for me, the chaos is the most fun. The best part. I, I I love. I hate when a show goes the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Well, we got five hours rehearsal for something coming up here this my week. God. I had never done something like that in my yeah, life. That's real. What? It's scheduled. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to be there. Do you guys? Do you guys do full rehearsals for all your shows? I hate rehearsals. Hate it. Loathe rehearsals. Hate They're it. the yeah. worst because I don't like to give out any of like my my stuff that I you know I got Bingo. some back pocket stuff here. I, I need to see the genuine reaction. You can't go back to the well once you go. Then it's done. The moment's over. You got to figure out new material. Yeah. I hate rehearsals. Toothpaste out of the tube. It's done. So it's nice to hear that your shows don't do a lot of rehearsals. Then we can kind of. If we do rehearsals, none of us take them seriously. We had Irvin on earlier. Is oh, he still yelling wow. somewhere? Awesome. Oh, he's he's awesome. in the hotel. I thought he was going to be at SoFi. <laughs> Why are you over here with us, by the way? Aren't you guys supposed to be at SoFi in those 8K studios? Yes. We have, we have half of the crew is there. Half of us are here. We're doing Super Bowl Live from here. Me is and MJD. Is that what's over there? I think so. I don't even know where our set is. But MJD and I are doing interviews uh, today. 
Yeah. Crush it. Go ahead, uh, Ty. Colleen, uh, so while we're out here, everyone knows, you know, the Walk of Fame, the Hollywood sign, uh -huh. that kind of stuff. What's uh, one thing we should do if we're not from L.A.? Kind of like an underrated thing to do mm. outside of Radio Row. We've been whipping around on those wheels things Ooh. as of late. They're awesome. Yeah, like, we got a lot of meetings, okay. me and AJ. We haven't been able to do that, so. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, that's dang. Today, okay. Today, I, yeah, me and AJ got meetings. My favorite thing, my favorite place Go get a burger from Hanano in Venice. Okay. It's like Hanano, Hanano. It's great. It's it's dark. Hanana. There's some live music. It's oh. a, it's divey. It's like you get great beers, pitchers, and the burger is super greasy. And Ooh. it comes with like the wax paper and the basket. It's great. What was dreams when you were a kid? Moved to LA, be a big movie star? No, I was, I was a figure skater. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, really? Hey, there's a 15 year old in Russia right now, Colleen. Oh, Landed the quad. Oh, oh my god. Why not first woman ever? Oh, it was so amazing. Oh, I know. I, I was all over that. And she fell, didn't matter. Did because she landed, what, two quads? Yes, she was going for three. It was amazing. Oh my god, she got up there and did the whole thing. She's 15 years old. If you have any daughters right now thinking about getting into figure skating, fucking send them to hockey. Absolutely. This 15 year old from Russia's got this thing locked for the next 20 and, years. And you knew it when she was warming up and she was doing all of her stuff. I'm like, oh, this is girl, this girl's a machine. Yeah. She absolutely is gonna land it. She's crushing it. Yeah, she's 15 too. Is that normal uh -huh. in the whole figure skating world? Is yep. that yep. when do you start? I started skating. when I was like five. Okay. When you start? Early mornings? Oh, 4 a.m., opening up the rink, turning on the lights, putting on like TLC. I mean, yeah, that's, here. yeah. That's it, that blue collarness in the figure skating that we don't yeah. get to see. Do you have dreams of making the Olympics? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's what I wanted to do. How far did you go? What, what, what was your max? Where'd you go? So to? I ended up slipping three discs oh. in my back. Oh, I bet you heard it. Yeah. 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 all the time. So sure. I was like in yeah. high school. What'd you do? Did you go for a, a triple whirly bird? Oh yeah, I was doing. Yeah. I was landing my doubles. Jeez. I was working on triples. Woo. Like it was, it was serious. You still skate? I do skate every once in a while. Yeah. Wow. Uh huh. You get a stick, a hockey stick too. Play a little. You know, I actually worked for the Flyers for a little bit, and they gave me a pair of hockey skates because they were like mm, this, like figure skating stuff. I don't know. So they gave me hockey skates, and I tried to go out there. On, and the rocker is like a lot different. You don't have the toe pick on the uh, front. Uh, Fell flat on my face no. immediately. Oh, no. yeah. Did you take the stick and hit gritty in the head with that thing? I should Ooh. have. Yeah, straighten those eyes out on I love that gritty. stupid mascot. Huh? What? Not to hell with gritty. Why? What's your problem with gritty? Gritty ain't never gonna see a Stanley yeah. Cup. Flyers stink. Yeah, yeah. they're the worst. Flyers they stink. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not like I, I'm not big on hockey anymore. Oh, uh, so you yeah. could just told us but, that the Pens stink and it would have been okay. That's what our <laughs> hockey talk is. For instance, that guy's a fan of the Bruins. Bruins fucking stink. Oh, dude. That guy likes the Golden I hate, Knights. I hate the Bruins. Bingo. Well, we all do. Like, they stink. That's because the anus. <laughs> Sorry. No, we hate you because you stink. No, no. You hate us because we're gonna wipe. The ice with the Penguins tonight, actually. Connor, you said oh. you had a question for Colleen. Yeah, I do. Please. Colleen, okay. there's been a lot of talk about the Pro Bowl. That actually does stink. How do you think we fix it? What are we going to do <laughs> next year, possibly? It needs to be more electrifying, Colleen. Has to be better. I mean, how do you fix it? I honestly, I have no idea because I, I like the dodgeball situation. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I like a tug of war, maybe. Oh, oh like hey. that one movie. Uh, uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. yeah. Maybe have maybe. Death. Maybe it's Squid Game. Maybe that's what you do. Okay. It's, it's red light, green light, and the stakes are just super high. Hey, listen, when that red light's up, you stop. 
You uh-huh. can't. You cannot move. Don't get, aren't people dying in Squid Games? Yeah, yeah but we just put people. pads people on people. We'll put pads. Yeah. It won't be actual death. So uh, maybe break a bone, maybe or something. Okay. Yeah. For the Pro Bowl, they're scared yeah. to tackle each other because they don't want to get hurt. I don't think we should maybe just float out death. You can do yeah, tug of war up here. This, this well, stage is big enough to do a tug of war. This stage is too big, Colin. Have you ever seen something like this? There's <laughs> this, no way we deserve this. This is the most massive production that's here. Yeah. I mean, this budget, you guys are doing okay. Let me tell you. Well, it's not. We didn't build it. It's beautiful. You weren't out here. You weren't out here doing this? To be transparent, I mean, I did draw this design (laughs) on a napkin. Take a picture of it, send it over, and the fine people at TVG and Zito were able to piece this thing together. But, yeah, I was a part of the the building. Uh, Colleen, I know you have limited time. You have, like... 7,000 interviews. You're fucking calling. I mean, this is great, though. I'm just Can we get a score prediction for the game? And if you're right, we'll give away $15,000 in your name to somebody on Twitter right now. Hell yeah. Okay. Can I be the one on Twitter that you give the money to? Maybe. Hey, random. Listen, if you tweet hashtag PMS in LA and take a photo right now. (laughs) The hashtag's PMS. In LA, yeah. I love it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) go 31. 27. This is definitely not happening, but 31-27 Bengals. Book it. Wow. Okay. 31-27. Put that on your ticker. If nice. that is the right score from Colleen Wolf, we will give away $15,000 to one person that has tweeted hashtag PMS in LA today. Colleen, you're the absolute best. Crushing it. Love you guys. Can't I'll wait to see the post-Super Bowl. Yes. yes. It's going to be awesome. You know, just come by the set. I don't think we're allowed in the yeah. in the thing. They don't, no, they don't want like us yeah. coming no. over there. Actually, right. you talked about that Too Maxim bad. party. We didn't even know that thing was existing. Actually, we we've been invited <laughs> to no parties. I think it's mostly because of the tank tops, but but this is where the party is. Bingo! Like, yeah! Yeah! Wherever you are, wherever bang, Colleen Wolf, bang, bang, the former bang. figure skater out of Philadelphia, <laughs> now TV icon. We can't wait to watch you after the game. The chain. The chain. Hey. Yeah. chain. Top, yep. top tier. Clean. Me and you, right here. Hey, that's a great chain. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very that's much. A great chain. I would not wear this in a game. Why? Because I like it too much. I don't want the snatch. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you just can't. You just can't get into it with anybody. You have right. to know when you have things around your neck. Like, okay, we're going to be friends today. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. If there's any pipe off or talking that happens, straight to the chain is normally yeah. the case. Yeah, that's how we did it on the ice too. So, oh, figure skating. Oh. Yeah, come on. Those are my flowers. Wow. <laughs> how about no flowers at the uh, Olympics now? Because there's no fans there. That energy we need it. Nathan Chen, by the way, about to go get it. Love yeah. him. Love me some Nathan Chen. What makes him so good? I mean, he's got quads down, too. Oh, not actual quads. You're talking about... He's got great quads. He's got quads in the air. Yeah. He's working out. Yeah. He's doing the whole thing. Well, and he's got that flow, too, that came, the uh, the incredible performance piece of that uh-huh. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we're learning about a lot because they're putting a little scoring thing underneath the scoring. I even bingo. The moxie yeah. score. I haven't seen AJ, much. AJ, why don't you expand I haven't seen horizon. much of him. I need to. He actually slaughtered the short program. Just last, last night. night. Oh, yeah. So yeah. good. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Colleen, have okay. an incredible uh, week. We appreciate you for joining us. Thank You're you, guys. Yes. This is awesome. No, you crushed have fun. it. We appreciate you so uh, much. No, you don't. I mean, no, yeah. All right. Thank you. We're actually t- changing the set over right now. Yeah. Down. yeah. You, we were, I don't want to say this, but we were so excited for the Colleen Wolf interview. We were actually waiting for you to get here to do it. And now, as soon as this thing's over, we got to go straight into Hammer Down. <laughs> Counting down the hours until the biggest game of the year. The longest NFL season, 17 games, all the way into Super Wild Card Weekend, the divisional round, the championship game, and then obviously the drunk fest known as the Pro Bowl last weekend. We are finally at the top 
of the mountain. Who will be the king of the NFL? Will it be Matthew Stafford in a superstar lineup representing this crypto.com city we are currently in right now? Or will it be Joey Burrow in the jungle bangles den of who day? Who had no idea or expectations after winning four games they could go to the Super Bowl, but this young crew has no clue what they're doing. They have no idea that what they are accomplishing is not supposed to happen for the stupid Cincinnati Bengals who don't even have an indoor practice facility. The AFC champions are currently waiting for the lacrosse team to get done with practice at the University of Cincinnati Bearcats indoor facility so they can go work on and install their third down package. Jesus. What will it be? We will find out. We'll be here every step of the way live from Radio Row in the Los Angeles Convention Center brought to you by Crypto.com. All the boys are here at official AJ Hawk on all of the Twitters and Instagrams because there was a fake AJ Hawk and we had to get the official one. AJ, what is it like to be live and in person at the Super Bowl here in Los Angeles? I mean, it's pretty amazing. Obviously, being on this set, Michael Irvin, I mean, absolute monster. That was awesome. Everything he says is awesome. the best. Like, yeah. he is, he, that's how we all, have we ever seen Michael down? Like, has he no. ever had a down day? Never seen him off. Never, ever. Like, he, I mean, similar to you, like that. Like, you are obviously always on fire, always have a ton of energy. <laughs> I think Michael, yeah. If you put you and Michael in a room together for an hour, well, so when What's I saw he was doing the week uh, with Stephen A, and I was like, all right, I'm very excited uh, yeah. about that. But does that open up any avenues for Steve, or for uh, Michael Irvin to do other things? Uh -huh. Because I believe he would be a hell of a contributor oh, on a yeah. weekly basis. But the guy only gets 12 to 18 hours at home a week. Yeah, Yikes. He's been living like a rock star for the last 25 yeah. weeks or whatever. I'm sure he's excited to take a nap. Didn't lose any ounce of juice at all. We are very grateful for him. At Tone Diggs, there's some big news coming out of Pittsburgh that should maybe affect your mental state and what the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers program is going to look like. Uh, yeah, they are interviewing Lewis Riddick. Uh, Monday Night Football commentator okay. Lewis Riddick <laughs> is now getting an interview to be the next general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers after Kevin Colbert, who has been the GM for a thousand yep. years, will step down after the next draft. Congrats to former player Lewis Riddick. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Lou. It would be absolutely shocking if they went this way. They already have two guys in the organization in Brandon Hunt, who's on the player personnel side, and Omar Khan, who does the contracts, who've already got interviews at other places, so they are considered to be GM quality, and it seems like they're probably going to end up being one of the GMs of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, and they rarely go out of the outside of the organization. No, he went to Pitt. He went to university. Yeah, 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 he actually right. trained in that building. And yeah. I love yeah. He's great. I love his analysis and everything. But he hasn't been in the league since 2013. I just don't see the Steelers. Sound like a hater a little bit. Obviously, sound like a hater. No, no, no. I just like the guys that they got inside the organization. Been grooming under Colbert, who has been a great GM for 20 fucking years. Maybe we just might need to shake route. it up a little bit, though, Diggs. Yeah. yeah, you guys haven't won a playoff game forever. Watch it. Sure. Get a different perspective uh, on that. I'm just saying, thing. maybe you need to dabble with some new waters to get that river flowing back into a championship quality oh, squad. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Colbert, though, is being tasked by himself with finding the next quarterback. I guess we have a question from Twitter. Zito can pull up here. Hashtag PMS in LA. This is from Sam Squatch. At J.S. Rubaker. It's a big son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Hey, Sam is a big oh, dude. Oh, yeah. This guy houses food. I'm talking meat. I'm talking sandwiches. What? I'm what? talking pizza. What? I'm talking everything. He's what? What? He's holding a fish. This guy's going in and fishing for his food as okay. well. This guy might be with Liver King right now. Hell, oh, yeah. My God. Liver Queen. Ha hashtag PMS in, in Liver Kids. Yep. Hashtag PMS in LA. Who's going to be the Steelers' next QB? Russ, Aaron, or Murray? Uh, I don't know who that Murray is. Kyler. 
Oh, because he took off uh, all the yeah, Cardinal uh, stuff uh, off yeah, his right, Instagram? Yeah. Okay, so Kyler Murray has now been thrown into the mix of a potential quarterback on the move in this draft drought quarterback era that we are currently sitting in with a lot of teams needing a quarterback. Who do you think is going to be the next quarterback over there? They said they want somebody that can move. Mm-hmm. They said they want a vet, right? Didn't they it yeah. kind of at one point Tomlin, allude to a vet? Tomlin seems like Tomlin wants a vet. What do you think, AJ? Is that where Aaron Rodgers is going, I mean, dude? Is that, he was at your house sitting with some random woman at a fifth-grade basketball yeah, oh. game listening to a coach call to play called football, football, football. In five, Columbus, Ohio, little girls in fifth grade started spearing the other team. Yeah. And there was conversations about maybe that team being too physical. That team was coached by you. Aaron was at your house. Is he going to Pittsburgh to be a Pittsburgh Steeler? I mean, I don't you think Pittsburgh would love to have Aaron? Oh, there was an entire campaign yeah. happening yeah. throughout yeah. the entire season. Yeah. They are in the AFC. I do not. If he ever did leave Green Bay, which I don't think he will. Uh, oh, so we can go, go on the, the ticker. There, there we go. We can go do we have a ticker out here? Uh, it's right there. I hope so. Right. Yeah, we do yeah have a dude, we, yeah, have we have a ticker. Yeah, we yeah, got a ticker. Dude. Great. Sure, put on the ticker. He could go to Pittsburgh or he could not. We don't know. Hey, no, on the ticker, you think he's going to Packers still? Yeah, I've said that. I've yeah, stood, but you just spent like four I've days. I've been the whole time. Like, I... Think the Packers give him the best chance to win another Super Bowl, so I think he he would stay there. I would want him to stay there. Obviously, I'm very biased too. Russell Wilson and Sierra saying yes to the Three River City. You think they fly in on that private plane, land at the same airport that we land at? Yeah. It is always gloom, doom, rain, and wind. <laughs> it's always icy. Very nice people, obviously, upon landing. The Yenzers are fantastic, but you think Sierra and Russell Wilson get off their private plane at that same airport we get at, and Sierra doesn't go down the steps? Hit that shit back up <laughs> right out of there. You don't think that's going to potentially happen? I don't think Russell Wilson's going anywhere other than big city, nice city, I think. Well, now, obviously, if the team's great, that is as well. Pittsburgh, though, you get Russell Wilson in there. You get one of these great quarterbacks. Oh. Unlike Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark, who I have a lot of respect for. Man. Ryan Clark hates Russell Wilson. Yeah, as a football player. Hates. I don't know about as a person, but as a football player, he said, he's, we're talking about this guy like he's one of the greats. <laughs> he's not one of the greats. This is not what I said. This is what Ryan Clark said, yeah. and he tripled down on He was trending for, I think, 24 hours after saying mm-hmm. this because I think a lot of people disagreed with him. But if he was going to the Steelers, you guys would be the biggest Russell Wilson fans of all time, right? You guys are pretty much welcome to anybody that can play quarterback at this point. Pretty much anybody. Carson Wentz. Okay. No, you guys Carson Wentz. Okay. Now, nah, he's basically Mason Rudolph, but with a little bit of running. No, he's Ben Roethlisberger, easy. dude. He's Ben Roethlisberger. He's a vet that can move, right? So yes. he checks yeah. all the boxes that no, he's looking he can't for. Move, dude. He sprains he his, can, though, his but ankles. When his ankles are healed now, he's good to go. I, I'm going to throw out a dark horse out there, and I think it might be just like a one-year deal type thing. <laughs> What's happening? Maybe Marcus Mariota for like a one year because yeah. I know next year's draft class for quarterbacks is much, much better. Uh, so I mean, if Mariota ends up doing well, but he is mobile, he's a veteran, he could get a second chance. I don't know. And if we do recall, he got to play one quarter when Derek Carr oh, grew his groin out of his leg. <laughs> Looked unbelievable. And dropped a dime to Darren Waller, brought some ran juice. some people over, yep. brought some juice. We thought he was going to be a highly sought-after veteran free agent. Instead, he re-signed with the Raiders, and we're like, what is he doing? Go be a starter somewhere. He wanted to learn one more again around Derek Carr. That's or, right. <laughs> or what about another mobile guy maybe who was really good for a year or two, and then he stunk, and who knows if it was – Mitch Trubisky's out there. How come Mitch? nobody's talking about Carson Wentz in the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, he's no still one. under contract with the Colts, right? Yeah, no yeah, one. Yeah, I'm sure that conversation could be had. Nobody uh, wants Carson so. on their team. I'd rather so, have a guy man. with a second chance than the third chance. Shades of Big Ben, though. Shades of Big Ben. I mean, yeah. if we're talking. There's glimpses of big, lumbering white, yeah. extending plays. What's he yep. look like? Gum- what he lumbers around? <laughs> he he yeah. had both his ankles. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, he legitimately was running like this at one point, and then he was throwing. 
with he looked like those mogul skiers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his ankles were just like they're next to each other. And he, since the Colts have that all white Spanx costume down below, it literally looked like uh, an entire thing. And then he, he was falling and he threw seven picks that were dropped early. Yeah. It was oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Almost set a record. There was one half where I watched Carson. And Carson's a fine gentleman, by the way. That's right. Being a fan, I don't know how his parents survived watching him play football all these oh, years. Oh, my God. I have no idea how they survived, honestly. It is, Carson is a cardiac arrest on the field as a fan. Yeah. Every play could be a touchdown. Every play could be catastrophe game over. Yeah. There's a chance in the fourth quarter of a game against a division rival that you need to win. Backed up. He is going to actually be in the middle of getting sacked by seven people. Yep. Still try to make a play. Toss ball to left hand. He's right-handed quarterback, by the <laughs> yeah. way. And this is after he sprains both of his ankles. And he will try to shot put that thing. And it'll end up in a linebacker's hands. And it'll be the shortest pick six in the history of football. All yeah. right. It was he, the guy caught the interception in the end zone. <laughs> okay. So I, I was, recall. I remember the play. Unbelievable. It was a handoff almost. It was, it, but he had a zero-yard pick six. This guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It's a record. It's a, in the history of thing. But then, next drive, he puts ball on ground while falling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stands up, throws it into quadruple coverage. We get a catch first down. How you doing? Let's move the change. See. Very similar to how Ben Roethlisberger was back in the day. Although Ben Roethlisberger didn't have as much risk. You know, as it appears Carson is okay to dabble with, both with his body and the football, the program. They do have similar qualities. Maybe let's get Carl Wentz. How many ones do you guys have this year? How many what? How many number one overall picks? One. Come on, bring that on over. You guys get Carl. No one wants The only way I feel like that would be a a legitimate trade is if it was Mason and Dewey for Carson. Oh, deal. We're cutting both of them. What are we doing? (laughs) Free money. Either way, no matter what. I'll do that deal. And you take sign his, me up. You take his entire contract. Hey, Glenn Humplick, you want you want you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me you want Carson Wentz on the Pittsburgh Steelers? You watched him all year. I've also watched a lot of Mason Rudolph. That guy's. Hey, stick, there's huh? stuff like yeah. is he here? He's a big Hollywood guy, and he's uh, oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, out here. Yeah, I don't know. Mason hey, Rudolph is he really? He's the guy that got the helmet hit off his head. Yes, yeah. I know. I know who he is. He's a quarterback. He's, he's a big Hollywood guy. I don't know. He's a Hollywood guy. Yeah, I think yeah. he's. Been, I see him in TMZ. But for real though, if the Colts don't want Carson Wentz though. If they don't want Carson Wentz, they're in a tough spot. What do you do? How much is he owed this year? Uh, 15. 15 dead Oh, that's cat. not bad. No, 15 bad. dead. Dead, okay. 27 or something like that. If right. It's but do you, what, do you think what do you think they well, feel think like with Carson? Jim Mercy's cutting promos in front of Boeing 737s yeah. yep. with the big Colts horseshoe on behind him. And he's saying, we'll get better, brother. <laughs> We're going to get better. And then Chris Ballard's like, at the time, bringing in Carson was the right decision. And then Frank said, you know, we're going to have to reevaluate everything. This is a vastly different conversation piece. And I think it all revolves around a guy that flies team planes by himself. <laughs> and that's Jim Irsay, honestly. He's I, like I, Mariota, like a kind of guy you could bring in and say, okay, maybe this guy will come in, push Carson, give us some juice if he does go in. Maybe he comes in and revitalizes his career. I don't know. It, it seems like they're, they're stuck with Carl, unfortunately. But Pittsburgh, everything you said about it, we know who's the quarterback there, and it's pies on Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. You know that oh, that's that's nice. Jimmy G would be perfect in Indianapolis, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but unfortunately, you know. <laughs> what? You guys got your guy for at least Steve, one more year. What are you I, talking about? You got the opt-out after next season. Mm-hmm. That's what they'll yeah, you do. Kind of, oh, the salary cap's $205 million. We got like $40 stuck. million open. We ain't worried about 15 You think Jim Irsay, who just bought some drum set for $75 million, is worried about a $15 million dead cap? Of course, he ain't. Yeah, he's right. not at all. And I think to your point, like he, he looks at this team and realizes, like, hey, with the quarterbacks in the AFC right now, like 
we're not going to a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz. We're just not. So if I can get one of these guys who is one of those guys who can take us to a Super Bowl, we're ready to go everywhere else. How many like, of those guys are out there, though? There's four there's of them available four, yeah. right now, especially if Kyler Murray's out here sending DMs what, to teams. Did anything more come from that, from Kyler? No, just, he, what, he no. unfollowed everything with the Cardinals. Go ahead. And he reposted. The only thing he's done is he reposted Mike Evans' Touchdown, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Also, oh, they may need a quarterback. Need a quarterback Florida huh? Kyler. That's right. Florida. Are we going backwards, Hat Kyler? Yeah. Florida Kyler. Does Rappaport or anyone have any kind of inside info? Well, on Rappaport's what's going on? all boozed up. That's yeah. right. Rappaport, hey, hey. Once he sobers up, camera? we need him. Is this camera? What is this camera? This You're camera? Right there. You're right there. Yeah, there, yeah. It is. there it is. Hey, Rappaport, why don't you get sober for four or five minutes and find out some goddamn news? <laughs> yeah, please. please. Back to the program. That's weird, though. I know it's, it's stupid that it's a story if someone unfollows their team and all this stuff. Well, it but, happened with Leo Jones, and it was true. But yeah. it is a thing. It's re- it's a real thing in 2022. Well, like, yeah, it was not just in 2022. Ever. So let's say back in the day before there was social media. Okay. And you block somebody's email or publicly stated that you weren't you didn't like people. Like, that would be a statement as well. Yeah. Whenever you delete somebody off your social media, that is a public statement of how you feel. So I understand people are like, oh, this is so You could be trolling, though, too. You could also be trolling people. Bingo could be, but then you come out on the other side of it but people saying like this is 2022 like i feel like something like this has been happening for a long time this is just the modern way of doing it and kyler he gave us great interview yeah Yeah. i don't know how he is and everything i don't know if he's like as outspoken as people say this is certainly you know wave shocking now is it because the potential news we heard behind the scenes over there at arizona with what was going on with the fuckery business wise like is it potentially the coaches saying like hey this place is Mm -hmm. Well, and How can you trust anything going oh, on? Oh, you mean because the coaches haven't been paid their bonuses? Is that what you're saying? Bingo. Bingo. When are they is. supposed to get paid? We don't know. Is that a story? We don't know. But we have heard it from numerous people that there is a story potentially brewing mm-hmm. between the coaches and playoff bonuses, maybe not receiving it from the owner. That's a big deal. For sure. And Rap Sheet just told us earlier this week, like, hey, Cliff and Kyler are very close. So it is possible that maybe he's like, hey, can you, you know the fucking bullshit they're pulling behind the scenes here? Can you believe this shit? And Kyler's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll go play baseball. You think they I'll were play for the A's? You think they're? Oh, you think maybe baseball? That's what you're hoping oh, for the sport well, that doesn't maybe. even have a league right now. Doesn't even have a league. You guys don't even have a league. He's going to Phase Clay. Phase Clay. They're actually competing. The MLB ain't even competing. Don't even worry about that. But you think Kyler walked his way into that drug lord house that uh-huh. Cliff, that Cliff lives in, and and Cliff came walking in with his tiny little legs, you know, in front of that, <laughs> in front of that entire backdrop, and he was like, "Listen to this shit." And he told him the entire story. And they lit that little fireplace that he had oh, in the man. inside. He went out to the pool, and he said, fuck this place. And Kyler said, you're right, I'm going to go delete every Instagram post. Is that what you guys think I maybe think it's happen? certainly possible. Or maybe Kyler said, you know what, just to fuck with him a little bit, I'll delete every Yeah, Instagram. Make him sweat a little I'll bit. I'll put a little – You guys, they're saying you have no leverage because, like, you're lucky to be a head coach. And the way the season started with how it ended, like, you guys – here's a little leverage. I'm not playing. How about that? I'll delete every fucking one of them. Boom. <laughs> Let me know, Cliff, if they ever call you back and give you a goddamn bonus. That would be so gangster. That would be like the most like NFL quarterback thing an NFL quarterback could ever do, taking up for your team, your coaches, and everything I like mean, that. It would bring you and your close very – you and your <laughs> yeah. coach, I, I guess, much closer, even though they already are pretty tight. And next thing well, you- we don't know, right? We, are they tight still? Yeah, yeah I'm not We don't sure. know anything, really. No, we don't. Yeah, hey, that's most of our job. Yeah, we don't know shit about fuck. Rap, yeah. rap she's been boozed up for, you know, three weeks. Of course we don't know anything. But <laughs> yeah, he's the one supposed to get us this information. These right. insiders play a vital role, and I yeah. know that they're always on their phones. Their family lives are probably terrible. They get probably very anxious. They get things wrong. They get death threats. They break bad news for teams that is just news they're being told. Those teams' fan bases hate them. We get it that the insider gig is not an easy one, okay? But there's only like six of you. 
Got to do it. By the way, Ari Mirov, my sports update, just met him. Yeah. He's trying to dabble in those waters, too. He was a real estate guy. Really? Wow. He was just doing it as a hobby, and then he started getting good at it. He's like, now he does it full time. I'm like, hey, Ari, we need you to keep climbing these ranks because there's stories that yeah, we man. don't know about that should have answers at some point. He, he's here working. He's not at, at La Cha Cha Booze, though. Well, Ian, I think he's... I think he's expected to be on TV like every other 20 minutes for the next 10 days. Yeah. We can't even trust what he says from the Cardinals because we know who he is speaking. Hey, you got to oh. put the mic right in front of your mouth. See, I, I don't know because, yeah, sorry. But <laughs> we know Rap Sheet is speaking Sounds for the good. Cardinals owner. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we do know that he is yeah. potentially speaking on that side of that thing. But for all these stories, like, I mean, Seattle, Ian – Ian gets it on the shins for oh. the Seattle stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm in the mentions for that. It gets ugly. Really? Yeah. What did he do to upset them? What does this guy know? So whenever <laughs> yeah. uh, whenever Ian said that Russell was, you know, he was okay with looking around, maybe seeing what's available out there. The Seattle Seahawks go, this rat, you know, Ian Rattaport. Mm-hmm. They, they, they start coming out. He knows nobody. And then whenever he started chatting about that meeting with the new owner and uh, her making decisions in there and everything like that, and he said, well, I didn't have somebody in the room, but what I heard from it, and then all the Seattle Seahawks fans was like, this bastard, he's not even in the room now. He's reporting stuff. So I think the insider game comes with a lot of uh, conflict, potentially, because you're bearing the bad news. But if Russell Wilson's on the move, there was a lot of, you know, to do last off season. Chicago Bears actually flew to South Dakota or North Dakota to make an actual offer to get uh, Russell Wilson out of there. Uh, Pete Carroll and Schneider turned that down. If he moves, Aaron moves, Ooh. Deshaun moves, Kyler moves. This comes after Tom Brady just took his Jimmy. ass down there. Matthew Stafford went to L.A. and yep. had success. Tom Brady goes to Tampa, Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford says, get me out of here for the first time in 12 years. Goes to L.A., Super Bowl. You don't think these other quarterbacks are seeing this? You are out of your goddamn mind if we're going to act like they're oblivious to that. No, they, are, they absolutely see it, but like – what are their options? Like, how much power do they have? How, what can they force, and where do they want to go? And that's being you can afford to be, I yeah, guess, right? Yeah, that's another thing. Which all these big-time guys, yeah, they, they can do whatever they want, really. But, man, I just don't know. I don't know if we're going to see as much, like, shake-up as we think. Well, that's – by the way, yeah. that's every trade yeah. deadline. Yeah. That's yeah. every that, – But, I mean, uh-huh. one or two of these guys trade move. Deadline. It's a big deal, though. Trade deadline stinks. We, yeah. we waited there. Yeah, hey, let's just, ra- we waited till four. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed yeah. live for an hour <laughs> doing <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Dead air, sleeping. Oh, there's big moves coming out of this team needs to build their roster to make a playoff run. Mm -hmm. Not shit. The one day we had a tornado drill for half hour. That's right. Yeah. The fire alarm. Almost died. Yeah. We went underneath our deaths, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't know anything about it because you're up there in your attic There's trying to burn that thing that. down. Well, right? attic's not real safe for tornadoes. Well, you might have been on, on vacation, actually. Yeah, that's why whenever you're doing that whole vacation every other day thing. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? You missed like 14 of the first 12 days of our show. Yeah, that was nuts during the season. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. For oh, you have wish, the official I rules? Wish, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. No you have the official no, rules? No, believe me. I know, trust me. I, I wish you knew how, how upset I do get when I feel we have stuff sure. scheduled that I, we commit to. Trust me. It's, it gives me – I, I get upset. <laughs> but I don't – yeah, I don't have control of a AJ, lot of different situations. AJ, you have three to four meetings planned this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, me and Connor are actually going to rent some of the bike scooter things. We're going to roll. We might go to the Hollywood side, man. It'll be fun. Yeah, you're going to be the only people on the streets, I think. Wish you could come with us. <laughs> There's nobody perfect. on the streets. No. Yeah, no. This That's is a, wild. Well, we can really open it up. There's nobody excited. in cars on the streets. There are oh. other people, you know, <laughs> around L.A. who might just be kind of hanging out. No, the street sweepers are going to get rid of them before the game, <laughs> for okay. sure. Maybe. For sure. What are you guys talking about? The bums. Yeah. 
the the villages. They tried to get him the hell out of here, and they're starting to kind of come back. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time until they say, "I thought I said I we wanted these see. fuckers yeah. out of here." I, I want to let everybody know that <laughs> this is not what this conversation should revolve around. But we really don't have much else to talk about. But and we we're an observational show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Observe and report. That's right. It is hard not to be like that. I just want to let you know with how my brain works. Basically, everything is research for the show. Yes. Everything is research yeah. for the Whatever happened. Ursula oh. at National, oh. here at local car runner, she had no idea she was research for the show. She's the one that said, nah, they don't need four cars. That has to be a glitch. I'll give those things away. So when they arrive, they're fucked. All 12 <laughs> yeah. of them have no cars uh -huh. at all. Ursula obviously made that decision. And then she talked to me like I was the asshole when I was stranded at an airport last night with all the boys with a lot of bags and everything. Research for the show. Sure. Everything is research for the show, basically. Mm -hmm. You know? So whenever we're talking about stuff and we're seeing people pick up their homes and move them back into bridges that were cleared out last night yeah. or two nights ago, we can't help but report that it seems like they are trying to move back in a little bit closer and we did put, kick them out of the bridges. And by we, not us, I'm talking about the entire right. situation yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. happening. There's a lot of people moving back in. I'm excited to see the kind of ebbs and flows of the community underneath said bridge outside this place. Me too, and it's terrible, but I kind of get it, you know, because last night we were coming back from the gas station getting some snackies. I saw a homeless guy eating poop out of a garbage can <laughs> outside at, like, you know, midnight. It was like, well, no wonder they don't want this going on downtown. That was messed up, dude. Wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, I want to let you know. Couldn't we saw some zombies eyes. last night barefoot. Oh, my God. <laughs> some sweet dance moves. It was absurd. I don't think Watch those are dance moves. I think that was just natural convulsions. I, mean, oh, yeah. I appreciate their passion. Hey, I'm Ty, worried about all of them. Can we not save Ty? all of them? Can we not save we all of them? Really we are going to donate uh, all the mattresses that we bought yesterday to the community down the street from us. It's very nice. We, we was it their own well, turds, Ty, or somebody well, else's? I don't know. He's fishing them out of a dumpster, yeah. so, I mean, I guess he could have done it earlier. Is this really messing with me? I didn't see I wasn't there either. We just saw the people dancing. This is very real and pat mentioned la is kind of its own state but what he didn't mention is the shanty villages inside of that state yeah. that kind of yeah, make their states. own community and unfortunately they do eat poop in trade paper clips <laughs> as yeah but they're currency. tough they just survived an entire <laughs> pandemic gritty gritty True. bunch of they people did. i mean Don't we get should me wrong. maybe we will give food to but then we're told not to do that because, yeah. I mean, it's just an entire Yeah, because these things talk to each other. So if there is a chance that, you know, <laughs> you can do that. Let's move along. <laughs> that's a terrible. I mean, what, he's the villages? Yeah, I'm toxic, huh? Yeah, he's I'm a terrorist. Yes. Literally. That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. You should take that. I say, hey, I take what back what I just said. I take back what I said, but the communities talk to each other. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> there's an estimated $7.61 billion they'll be wagered on this Super Bowl. Oh. Super Bowl 56, Cincinnati Bengals playing against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh -huh. Rams higher seeds to their home, I assume anyways, right? No, uh, the Bengals are the home team. How? How'd that what? get decided? Uh, I don't know if it's rotating now, but the AFC was the home team this year. Yeah, I can't it might be rotating what. or something. Oh, it's because so. the AFC won a Pro Bowl. Uh, there it yep. is. I, I don't think that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's no, not. They, they no. changed that yeah. for this year, I think. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah but could you imagine if that's what the home home field advantage was, uh, or home de designation was decided upon? It was that Pro, Pro Bowl, Bowl game that just <laughs> baseball did yeah, that for like did for five yeah. years? Yeah, but that's in the middle of the season when everybody still has a right. chance to baseball make it. Baseball stopped True. that though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of people talking about the Pro Bowl fixing the Pro Bowl. 
And they're talking about how, you know, I'll make it a designation for the AFC or NFC, whoever gets the home designation or whatever. It's like, well, nobody playing in the Pro Bowl cares about Super Bowl. And sure. I don't, because they're not in the Super Bowl. That's why they're playing in the Pro Bowl. Who cares if you're home or away in the, in the Super Bowl? Though? Nobody really. It's just okay. depending upon your scoreboard setting and also uniform. Great. I assume yeah. uniform selection. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uniform selection you probably get to do. So there is a little bit of an advantage. And, you know, Bengals will be wearing that black, they said. They're going to be uh-huh. looking clean in 8K. In SoFi. Man, I was going to get to something that was really Betting. good. Betting. I get seven points here coming. No, what were we there before there? Where was that right before there? Uh, that? Was guys was home. Home. Away team? No. no, yeah, the Pro Bowl deciding. The Boom, yeah. People were saying that the two worst teams <laughs> oh, yeah, should yeah. play against each other to see who wins the number one overall pick. Do you know 45 people from those teams that are in the potential conversation for first pick or second draft? Probably off that team. Probably gone from that team forever. So, I mean, it's going to be a little bit difficult Uh for those people to care. I don't think there's any way of fixing the Pro Bowl other than just making a skills challenge forever. Yeah, it's got to be. Skills challenge. Get back to the uh, 225 bench, reps. Yes. I know guys are worried about tearing packs. Put money on it, though. Yeah, I I agree 100% because that is very fun to watch. Dip the balls in the chalk, throw it off the the targets. All of that stuff. I mean, Russell Wilson's probably going to win that after that. Yeah. Points we've seen him True. at that skills challenge, but if we put that entire quarterback challenge, we have the four, uh, the bench press, the fastest person, and put up a million bucks. Throw it as far yeah. as you can. That you know, was the guys have to throw a ball hundred yards eventually. Yeah, but like we, we saw the other one that had like Peyton in it. Yeah, yeah, Brady, Brady with Tom Brady was in it. Yep. Brett was Jeff in it. Garcia, all uh, Jake Delhomme, all the big names, right? Matt Hasselbeck, I think, was in it one he time. Was, yep. I think Matt Hasselbeck, Carson Palmer, all the big quarterbacks were actually competing against each other and pissed when they lost. Yeah, yeah. We need to get that back. You know how we get that back? Money. I hate to break it. It's all about that bread. Yeah. I mean, you saw Justin Jefferson was in here earlier yeah. grittying his ass around this entire place for Old Spice. He literally said after the dodgeball game, we got this trophy, and we got this bread. And they literally <laughs> looked at everybody, and they're like, yeah, that's what it's all about. So until there was actual cash prizes up on the line, I think you're going to see minimal effort from everybody. And people are going to say they're rich athletes. They should be – we concur, okay? But mo money is good money to anybody who has any money. Even if you have no money, mo money is good money. So that is just something I think should happen and match it to a donation. There has to be some sponsor that would be willing to put up uh. the millions and millions of dollars <laughs> cash prizes in, uh, maybe donations or whatever. There has to be some company that would do that. Yeah. I think that's how we fix that thing going forward. There yeah. was a tweet earlier today. I can't remember who tweeted it out, uh, but they said, Free agencies in a month. Do you think that we're actually going to go play out there in this game and risk getting hurt and losing yeah. all of our money? Zero chance. Yeah. No way. It didn't used to be like that. We like, shouldn't expect them to. Deion Sanders, yeah, we, none of us expect it. But even when we watch it, we go, oh, this is a disgrace. Mm-hmm. This is worse than I thought. This is worse than I remembered. Is it getting worse every year? That's what we do every single yeah. thing. And I, and I think, by the way, all those are yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yep. Deion Sanders said, I want a motherfucker to know it's prime. No matter when I was playing, he went yeah. out there and did it. It was a much different day then. I think we knew a lot less about contracts and potential damages and other opportunities that could come from a game that means absolutely nothing when the world has evolved and what matters, what doesn't. When you went and played uh, in yours, because it seemed like before this one they had a conversation, hey, you touched, you're down. Like, was there a conversation before that game about how it was going to go? Uh, so I think there was a pretty good understanding on those things. J.J. Watt, though, was he was trying to win the truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. J.J. Watt was trying to win the truck. Clay like, Matthews. He was trying to catch a touchdown. Clay Matthews yeah. tried to block a fucking punt. That guy. <laughs> yeah. What's his problem? Well, I mean, he's laughing. playing hard, man. No, he didn't play hard for any other snap. I, 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 I honestly <laughs> I mean, don't. I know Clay, I'm sure Clay thought it would be hilarious to block a punt of yours in the Pro Bowl. He hit me right in the shin. I mean, he should have. <laughs> oh, he leg. knew you were a tough dude. Nobody blocked. Nobody blocked. That's the th- Didn't even practice blocking. Football, you can't. 
like, there's no like pickup football. Football, if you're wearing pads and helmets, you're either hitting or you're not. Like, there's no in between like other sports. Basketball, you can play pickup basketball. They just do it on the Pro Bowl. There is in between. It yeah, looks I know, terrible. That's what, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, you can't really do it. You can't like half-ass football, <laughs> and that's the that's the hard thing about it. Well, I don't know what the answer will be. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, dude. he's going low on. too. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. But he didn't go low enough. He hit me, punched me. Ari Mirov at my sports update, walking through. But literally, <laughs> he punched me right in the shin. Did they call a penalty? No, nobody cares. Pro Bowl. <laughs> What's the rule now in punting? If you running into the kicker is what? Left leg. Plant leg. Okay. Roughing is kicking leg. Gotcha. That's 15, okay. right? That's, That's 15, yeah. yeah. Did I the think. punter get a penalty for flopping on that? Uh, first of all, I've never. Okay, just so you no, you're looking. Part, you should. It's not cheating. You should. No, I guess you should. Yeah, it helps your team and all that. But also, you got to like look in the mirror, too. So, I mean, nah. there is an entire okay. middle ground there. What if it wins you a Super Bowl? Well, I did get a first down in a playoff game, I believe, after there getting absolutely slaughtered. Okay. <laughs> and there was one. I only got a couple of these calls, and I got hit, okay. I think, on a regular you're, basis. You're, honestly, you're too big. Like, you're big legs. You're a big dude. If you're smaller, you get more calls. And I don't like to go down either. Like, I don't want people to think. Yeah, you know. Pittsburgh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Rust Belt. Thank you. Anyways, I did get a couple big first downs, and I would like to say how unselfish I am. I was up for the Red Guy Award, our last game. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, hit like an 80-yard punt, but I got blasted in the middle of it. Okay. Inside the 20 as well. I think my average would have won up like maybe a yard and a half at the end of the season. Another inside 20. Probably would have won the Ray Guy. Actually not, because Ray Guy was friends with the uh, coach of the guy who ended up winning anyway. So there's a little politics, backdoor action going on. Okay. You know, that's why you don't really hear me put over Ray Guy much, because... Yeah. Made me, my dad, and my mom waste an entire evening. But okay. what I'm saying is, there's moments like that where actually getting the punt off is better for you than getting, you know, absolutely flopping around looking like a sock. Like, there's some kickers and punters that flop around that I'm like, yeah. all right. I will never talk to that human ever again. <laughs> can't do it, AJ. Honestly, can't do it. There's a, there's a way to do it, I think, and a way not to do it. Don't no, you think? there's a time to do it. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's different than, like, basketball flopping is not the same as football flopping. Like, if you can get a 15-yard penalty, that is gigantic for your team. Yeah, I So agree. you can't really, like, I can't fault a guy if it if it works and you get the flag. Some people are really good at it. That's just like some soccer players are really good yeah. at it. Uh, yeah, soccer's the craziest to me. Like, are they just trying to buy time? What are they trying to do? No, they're trying to get penalties. Yeah, draw yeah. penalties. Trying Try to get a yellow card or yeah, whatever? And what's the yellow card do for that guy? Well, one get, more to that. Okay, so it's nothing, though. Just a warning. No, set, it is uh, something. It's a step. One. It's a warning. He's like, okay, I won't do that again. I no, dude, this is like just taking a walk, taking one step. you got to get to the second step to get that person the fuck out of there. What, I, do, I get, what do I do to get a red card right away? Oh, you got to do something serious. Headbutt like, a guy, draw some blood. Yeah, is right in the chest. Zidane yeah. Zizou actually headbutt a guy right in the so chest. So that was a red card. Those yeah, the guy up. bit on a guy. guy yeah. I actually bought a guy. Uh -huh. That'll get you out of there. It's egregious stuff. It's egregious stuff. Okay. Just like in basketball, I mean, you get the guy his first foul, and then you get him his second foul, and then he's Yeah, but flopping around basketball, flopping around soccer. Oh, I, 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 I don't I like the fact that it's gotten I agree. some punters. AJ used to be pretty good at it, actually. Like, you know, like after a play, a guy would put his arm on him, and he'd do the I fall had a, back. I had a great flop know? against the Bears one time. I jumped. I was I was legit messing Bullshit. around joking. Dude pushes me. I jumped over the pile, got the flag. I was laughing. I was laughing. Oh, it was awesome. Was there I any was, conversation? I was felt bad. Was there any conversation with family or friends? Maybe start doing it more often. Like, hey, Drew, fifteen. Oh yeah, it was. I thought it was hilarious. Everybody did. It was. Yeah, I loved it. it was yeah, not I us, did, dude. I honestly, almost it not happy in the back. It was almost a joke, and I got the penalty. So. Was it Carantia? I'm not sure who. It was. Oh, it probably was that scumbag. No, hey, know. that guy hey, just hey, got to retire. Hey, hey happy hey. retirement, oh, scumbag. That's Corrente. Hey, Corrente. That's how he has to retire. Is he here? We have never better ones coming Why is he a scumbag? You know why, dude. You didn't see dude. him back that ass up Sticking on old cousin Cassius Matthew or yeah. Cassius I Marsh? Maybe, yeah. I thought more may have come from that. No, it's Corrente's last season, dude. Ain't nothing yeah, coming yeah. from it. It's a swan song. Okay. How about that incredible spinning kick that Cassius? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable celebration. That thing was unbelievable. Yeah. 
And then he gets bodied by Carrente. Yeah, all for not. Hey, you know what? Uh, and then he gestured toward the sideline. You know, we kick. haven't talked Shut about. up. <laughs> Pat. What's up? Yeah, we haven't talked about. Who? We do have an insider working for this company who broke news yesterday before we took off. Tom McMahon is officially going to be the Las Vegas Raiders special teams coach. Congratulations to Mitt's dad, Tom yeah. McMahon. Yeah, boy, Tom. He was at the Broncos for a number of years. Couldn't figure it out out there, whether it was roster, talent, whatever the case, the team, who knows. He lands in Las Vegas with A.J. Cole, who punts balls a quarter mile in a dome in Las Vegas that is at a heightened altitude, I believe. And Daniel Carlson, who has like six walk-off uh, game winners. Tom McMahon is skipping into that Raiders facility, <laughs> I would assume. And the Raiders are always known for having one thing, and it will never change. They got speed as well. So Tom McMahon is about to flip the game upside down, we think, in Las Vegas. But Richie Basaccia headed to Green uh, Bay out mm. of Las Vegas. Now you guys get somebody who is vastly different. Not only is he Irish, yeah. McMahon, as right. opposed to the Basaccia house, the family. Yeah, but also, he will talk to all the guys and build up a relationship. He ain't writing shit to anybody. I mean, he ain't uh, writing any letters. I mean, he's vastly different. Huh? Well, he just did your uh, that athletic piece yeah, on you, you know. So he didn't write a letter, but he gave an interview. He will connect with his players in a vastly different way than Basachi did. <laughs> I'd assume. I don't know Basachi that well, uh, but Tom McMahon is a great special teams coach. I was very, very, very lucky to have Tom. Tom McMahon brought out the best of me and our team, so I like him a lot. It did not work in Denver, though. There was numerous times I was watching his Broncos game, and I was like. This is not the same shit we were doing. <laughs> so I think in Las Vegas, we've got an opportunity to do it because he got a couple different tools. You know, a couple in a tools situation like that, though, it ultimately doesn't matter if the head coach is going to get fired and they're going to pretty much clean hot. Like, I mean, you know, he, he was probably going to, like, it, nothing. Basaccia? Uh, Tom, Tom. Like, nothing oh, he could have yeah, yeah. done would have really mattered, right? Because if the head coach gets fired, there's a good chance that he's not getting retained anyway. Yeah, and Josh McDaniels and he knew each other from St. Louis Rams days way back in the day, so he gets picked up there. Basaccia going in there. Joe Judge becoming an offensive assistant for the Patriots. Yeah. A lot of these um, staffs being built mm-hmm. are starting to come together now. And I'm excited for that. I mean, the inside linebacker coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now at Jacksonville as a defensive coordinator with Doug Peterson. These are those relationships that are built up over a few years, or maybe even decades yeah. of, hey, if I get an opportunity to do this, this is how I'm going to build it. Uh, Gabe Morenci's here. Yeah. 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 Absolutely love. Where is it? Absolutely <laughs> love Gabe Morenci. Oh, oh. Yeah, there he is. Hey, what are you happy about today? Yeah. That guy's a Hell yeah. Let's go, Gabe. Sweet. Hey, hold on. I just saw... Hey, I just saw Bob uh, Mart uh, Jonovich. Mart Jonovich, yeah. (laughs) Bob B... Yeah, Bob Marjanovic. He gave us a cigar. Good guy out there. You look great, Gabe. Hey, it's great to see you. Hey, great to see you, Marenzi. Hey, you're here all week. Yes, sir. Okay, awesome. We'll meet, we'll link up. We love you, man. Uh, electric right. Factory, by yeah. the way. Yeah. At Sports Rage. Uh, yeah. Just, just. If you was he like, here by himself last night just yelling? Yeah, so he was right yeah. over there with one other person, <laughs> and he was just screaming into a, a camera with the, the backdrop. Everywhere else was empty. Fox Sports was also doing a show with Fox Sports Radio. So they were the only people in the entire convention center, and they were, I don't know, like 20 yards away, screaming at each other. <laughs> oh. But I want to let you know, Gabe won. Always got him right. I don't doubt it. As soon it. as we <laughs> walked in the room, I heard, I'm like, Gabe Morenz is here. <laughs> and then, boom, there's only two people working. It was him. He, this guy. You know, le- hey, baby, Gabe. 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 Hey, baby,
He's electric. Yeah. yeah. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Yeah. We need him and Michael Irvin maybe to chit chat with each other one time. Sit down in there. I forget what we're going to talk about. He's going to go make himself his own uh, trading card, it yeah. looks like. Oh, Dario Panini, not a sandwich. That's a card. I'm by it. I want to uh, let you know, the dude that was hosting the Panini booth yeah. was oh. one of the most badass-looking motherfuckers ever. Yeah. yeah, shredded. I believe, you know, he had uh, Simone tattoos he all did. over uh-huh. him. And uh, he was yoked up. And he said, uh, I'm the smallest in my family. Oh, so he... Uh-huh. Monster. So that means he's had... Yeah, to, tough. thought he was a UFC heavyweight. Yeah. He was just sitting here listening to the show. He, he had no idea who we were. I think he was introduced quickly, and he did take his break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got the hell out of yes, here. He's he a good did. guy. Let's, speaking of break, we got to get to one. We'll be back in four minutes with some more questions around Twitter. Use hashtag PMS in LA. Maybe we'll answer your question. Maybe you'll make our show better. We need that, don't we? Oh, yeah. yeah KJ, no, don't we need that? No. Yeah, we, we always need their help. We do. Because without them, what are we? It's just one big team, right? Like me and Heavy last night playing uh, Euchre. Yeah, but you guys suck. You guys suck. I mean, then you guys got beat by a team that sucks. No. I guess, but not really. I yeah, mean, there was five did. different games played. We did. won four of them. Well, Whatever. You what have you done for me lately? Last game. You guys lost the yeah. belt. Don't games. matter. That means we have the belt. Uh, you guys can't also, take it. let's remember the big baboon was at his deepest form of whatever state he was in for that last yeah. game. Yeah. There was cards showing that up out clean. of nowhere. Plus, we know Foxy was boozed out of his mind. No. Foxy sits down and says, Give me the entire bottle yeah, of Tito's. Right now. And then Ty followed up, Give me the entire bottle of Jack. Hell yeah. And then we had to deal with this guy on Cloud 90 Drink in the some, sky. We drank some fancy coffee. It was a great time. Thank you for allowing me it to come on that flight. Coffee. You were a great Euchre. Yeah, coffee. thank you. That hey, was Jay, you stink sick. at Euchre. So do you, Foxy. What yeah. are we even talking about? <laughs> we have the belt. It's hard we to stick with it, man. Right you got to pay attention way too close for Euchre. So, you know, it was fun. I had a great time. Thank you, you for yeah, including me. Really dope. Hey, team. ATF, you got to be oh, friends. What are we doing here? ATF. You guys are handling Oh, my Lord. Thank you, ATF. Thank you, guys. I don't know if we're live. No, no, no. Don't those guys. Agents, we will keep that camera he's, he's off. Everybody jacked out he's here. He's got bomb tech on his Yeah, shirt, dude. Really Welcome. Sweet. Yeah, this is places. Bro, you think he puts on that big spaceship oh, costume yeah. and goes? Oh yeah, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Thank right? you yeah. for your service, man. Thank, thank you, ATF. All right, that's the show. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening, following along with us as we are in LA for the rest of Super Bowl week. Should be a good time. Thanks to all our guests who joined us today. Have a great night. Cheers.